the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. I still want to say 2022. This is episode number 659. Uh, Barry on deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hello. How are you? Hi. Good to see you. <clears throat> uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for pointing your phone or computer or tablet uh, or uh, listening device or TV um, you get the idea. Thanks for pointing it to this show. Uh, two o'clock. Appreciate you guys being here. Okay, two ten. Shut up. Shut up. Ah, uh, we have. I'm disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna start the show off on a sad note. <laughs> I had a special guest lined up for you. <sighs> Um, was super excited, super pumped about it. We were going to do, um, third hour, three hour, uh, no private hour Wednesday. I don't know. We were going to do the private hour today. Uh, normally we try to, doesn't always happen, but then I was like, well, I booked a guest. So I was like, well, we'll just, I'll just have to make it up or, you know, just our Patreon hour. will have to be at another point, but I was like, I'm so excited uh, to have this guest on, and I know, I know, I know the deckheads would be too. Um, and then it fell through. I uh, linked up with a boy, Shockadopolis, and uh, had texted him, and we talked last night, and got our schedules ironed out and worked out, and uh, had him scheduled to appear today from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. And then shit happens and, um, and family emergency, which family is always going to come first. I totally get that. So, uh, unfortunately you're stuck with me today. <laughs> I never heard of it. Exactly. Patrick Swayze. Uh, you're stuck with me today. No shock. However, 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 we are going to go ahead and do the private Patreon third hour today <laughs> on the show. That's right. So, I mean, look, I had only prepared mentally, I don't, you know, mentally to do two hours for the, for, for the, by myself and then bring in shock and, you know, Cadillac, let him take over and I can just coast. Uh, so what we're going to do instead is a two hour show today. And then we're going to move it on over to our private show. I'm your private dancer. 
Uh, we'll do the private third hour just and only just for our Patreon members. So if you're not a member of the Patreon yet, now's your chance. Get on there. Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. Sign up like my boy Chris from Sam Houston did. And uh, you get the private third hour of the show for your listening pleasure. And usually those are a little different than the normal everyday uh, average run-of-the-mill show. It's a little weirder. It's a little more loose and fun and risque and all that. Um, we do crazy things in the third hour sometimes. Sometimes we have a dud. I ain't gonna lie. Every once in a while, expectations uh, are not met for the private third hour. But, excuse me, for the most part, a lot of fun, and it's a great way uh, for us to kind of dig into some things that maybe we don't do with the general public. So if you went in, want in on that one more time, go join the Patreon. Plus, you should join the Patreon just because you tune in and watch every day. And you love this show, and you would hate to see it go away. You would hate, hate to see me have to get a real job. I know I would. I know I would hate to see me have to get a real job. Uh, and go back to the workforce and shut this hoe down. So a great way to help try to avoid that is uh, go join the Patreon. You get all kind of cool swag and shit too. So it's not like I'm just asking you for monthly stuff and you get nothing in return. You get access to the Discord. I still haven't been on since I've been back. I got to get on there. I'm derelict in my duties. Uh, but you get access to the Discord. You get Barry on Deck swag. You get access to the private hour. Uh, I recently uploaded the Roast of Houston Sports to... Uh, the Patreon, and quite frankly, kids, it's worth it just to watch it. I mean, this 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 show was a banger. Probably the best comedy show that's going to happen in 2023 in Houston, Texas. And why not get access to it? Well, you can on my Patreon. All right. All right, let's get to the program. Let's get things rolling. Um, why did I have this window open? I have no idea. That's weird. I just have a random window open. And I was probably going to do something and then forgot. So, who knows? Um, so, Astros are playing. I just saw uh, Dick Willie say, go Astros. Astros are playing currently. Um, well, not anymore. It's over. They lost four to nothing. Uh, that's not good. Last time I checked, mm, four nothing's not good. It's better than losing six nothing. Not good. I mean, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Lillian. Astros sputtering after a, a, a nice little 11 out of 12 winning streak, eight in a row winning streak, going at Milwaukee and kind of poo-poo in the bed. Now, offense hasn't been great. I'm looking at them statistically. They are 16th. In, in runs. That's not good. 15th in batting average, 17th in on-base percentage, and 22nd in slugging. And that, my friends, is not what you want or expect from your Houston Astros. However, no Altuve for, for most of that. No Brantley uh, and, and, you know, essentially no Abreu. So, they got to figure it out, but, uh, yeah, they have lost now two in a row. Home Thank you, my friend. Every day, you guys, Home Astros fan come in, comes in here 
uh, and gives me a hundred bits and it is so kind and so appreciated. Um, and it's really dope. And I super duper appreciate that, man. Thank you from the bottom of my filthy congested heart, buddy. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, Astro's struggle busting a little bit. I gotta be honest with you. Is it me? I don't know. I mean, some of you guys are diehard. Some of you guys are like, hey, um, I, 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 no matter what rain or shine, I watch all the Astros. I watch all of this. I watch, and I'm just like, if I ain't feeling it at this point, I'm like, fuck it. And I'm just not feeling the Astros right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. And it's been like that the entire season. Like, I've watched a few games. I keep up with it. But just to sit down and watch it, I have found other sports to consume. Right now, it's hockey and basketball. I'm sorry. I'm just like, mm, it's the dog days of summer and baseball. It's just not doing it for me. It's not. They're not at full strength. There's no time to panic, but... Heck yeah! Oh, heck yes! It's a bull run! <laughs> Thank you for the resub! Three months now. No, you're handsome. Since they bull rock put when they resubscribe, yo, 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 you handsome mama jamma. Stop it. Now, I appreciate the, the resub button. Thank you very much. That is uh, three months now. <laughs> That's what's up. I got uh, to go update the number. Actually, we dipped one. Yeah, I guess we lost two and then gained one with Sensei Roba, uh, Bullrock uh, uh, resubscribing. So I've got to go and update the uh, the number there. Let's see. And we are now at 106 and park and 151 on the uh, followers. So uh, there you go. I don't do the goals thing. I guess I should do that. You know what I mean? Like some people you'll see watching, they'll be like, I have a follower goal of 1,500. And that's cool. Or they'll have like a sub goal of 200. I don't do it. I don't know why. I probably should. I probably should. Hell, I, I redid the lower thirds to take advantage of it and don't even use it like I'm supposed to. So I don't know. I screwed up. Um, But yeah, I, I just can't get into the Astros. I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. And even if they were winning... I don't know. I love baseball. Baseball's my jam, but right now I'm just not doing it. I'm not feeling it. So I gotta I gotta, you know, I gotta figure that out, I guess. But nonetheless, um Big Boss Marshall said, Why don't I hear Proud Mary playing? I don't know. Why would you hear Proud Mary playing? Clarence sort of weird I don't know all right let's get to the chat keep up with it but don't start watching every game till after all-star break is that what you do Mimi or you're suggest god damn it why every day I come in and I'm ready to start the show and I want to do the the fucking chat messages and every day it gets fucked up and it does that <clears throat> What happened? I blacked out. That did, did I miss something? Did I miss something? What happened? What happened? Hmm. Um, this fucking piece of shit. 
I have no idea. And then I forget every day that it does that. So when it gets screwed up, I lose my shit. I, uh, I'm not expecting it. And then I lose my shit. Uh, let's try that. Let's see if that works. Let's see. It's those damn cats in their 2 a.m. stream. No, no. The, the cats aren't allowed in the office. Daddy closes the door. Okay, that's not working. What in the flipping flip flower flessel rest? Let's try this. Let's try this. And there we go. Thank you for the 20 bitties. That's appreciated. Uh, all right. So let's get to the chat and then we'll get this show rolling. We'll do your uh, sports headlines for the day. I think I know what it is. You know what? I need to make a. I need to put a, uh, I don't have any sticky notes left. Really? What kind of, what kind of show are you running around here, Laminac? You ain't even got no damn sticky notes. Um, hey, by the way, I need to, before we get to the chat, which is a shout out to the chat, uh, I need to rewind, go back a bit and, uh, and say thank you to everybody that sent me a thankful Thursday or, uh, a, uh, a, a $5 Friday on a Thursday or a water bill Wednesday on a Thursday. Um, because I, I was not here last week, obs and still a lot of you very kindly, by the way, still a lot of you sent in, um, a, a, a thankful Thursday in support of your boy. And I just am amazed at how wonderful, uh, in particular, these three folks are. Uh, Donna sent in a $10 thankful Thursday last week on May 18th. Just, I'm out. I'm not even doing a show. And she just said, happy thankful Thursday. Donna, I love you, boo-boo. Thank you so much, Unbelievably kind. I was just, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, and PP Dub sent in a Tulsa Thursday, uh, a $6 Tulsa Thursday. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I appreciate you as well. So kind of you. And uh, Sylvia sent in a $5 Thankful Thursday. She has said, happy BOD, Thankful Thursday. Good luck with the shows and safe travels. I mean, that is just so kind. I am so not deserving of that or worthy of it. But damn it, I surely am appreciative of it. Because uh, collectively, your Thankful Thursdays and your subs and your Patreons and all of those things... Along with you know Twitch and uh, the the it all goes to help fund this show and keep it going and I I certainly do appreciate it because I don't want to go back to corporate so uh, I love you guys thank you so much Mark just recently holy shit thirteen months look at that that's like a year and a month pretty smart. Pretty smart. Go Tigers. Uh, Barry gets PTO like CC. What? No, I, I don't get PTO. Are you shitting me? Well, the only time I get off is when we lose power or internet or if I'm on the road. But if I'm on the road, I'm still working. I'm doing comedy work, but I'm working. I'm definitely not just out gallivanting around the country. All right, I digress. All right, let's get to the chat. Let's get the show. Get it going uh, on my page. Alan Denson was first. There was a little back and forth. There was a little back and forth in the chat. Stephen, the weather guy, thought he had it. He did. He thought he had it. He popped into the chat. He goes, am I first? Am I first? Did I make it? Am I first? Alan Denson was like, nah, fam, I'm sorry. I've been here for a while. 
But Stephen the Weather Guy thought he was the greatest dickhead in the history of the world. But alas, it is Alan Denson. But only for three hours. And then after that, it's just old regular ass Alan Denson. Ah, uh, but in my chat window, I see Alan Denson, Alex Villanueva. What's up, homie? AJB! Aaron J. Bryant in the building. AJ, the Super Falcons fan. Thank you for being here, man. Much appreciated. Hope you're doing well, homie. CC, how are you, sweetie? I love you. She said, uh, hi, Deckies. Rest in peace to Tina Turner. What? Is that why Clarence said what he said? Holy shit, did Tina Turner die? Holy shit. I'll be goddamn. When did this happen? Uh, let's see. Reuters had it 50 minutes ago. Entertainment Weekly 26. About an hour ago, they announced it. Okay. Wow. Unbelievably sad. She was so young. 83. Not bad. Not bad. 83. Uh, what does she what does she pass away from? Uh what did it say? Does it say? Uh, let's see. Uh I'm trying to find what she passed from. Uh, um Nope, that's how Tina Turner overcame an abusive marriage to become one of the most popular artists of all time. Now, definitely don't want that. Uh, here we go. De- Deadline. That's an ironic name for a website to... Uh, let's see. A long illness. Uh, died today after a long illness. Well, I don't know what it was, but diagnosed with intestinal cancer in 2016 underwent a kidney transplant in 2017. Damn. Wow. Well, of all things, too, and and I just even jokingly said uh, when we do the third and private hour today on the show, I always sing, I'm your private dancer. That's Tina Turner's song. Dancing for money. Okay, that is is definitely not how Tina sounded. Uh, But, man, rest in peace to Tina Turner. Um, I gotta say, I wasn't like, you know, when, uh, what's love got to do with it came out as a kid, it wasn't my jam. I mean, it was popular, but I didn't really get it. But as I got older, I mean, like in private dancer and simply the best, none of that was really my jam. Tina wasn't really my thing. Uh, but then proud Mary, I, I discovered proud Mary as I got older and started listening to like old soul music and. Motown, R&B, and Stacks records and all that shit. And, uh, yeah, very uber talented was Tina Turner. And unfortunately, and you know, we never think about this, but unfortunately kind of became a punchline along with Ike Turner. Uh, almost as if they were kind of the poster childs. Poster children, poster childs, poster whatever. They just kind of became the de facto um, reference for um, spousal abuse and domestic violence. And, you know, it's it's when you stop and think about it, it's a pretty awful thing that we've used to joke about with them. 
But, I mean, I'm guilty of it, and so are a lot of other comedians and rappers and celebrity people in general. I mean, it's just one of those things. So uh, that sucks, but you know what? Can't take it back now. Um, but, man, that is uh, that sucks. I had no idea. Well, Clarence, you're off the hook. Now I understand why you said that. Now I get it. Uh, but let's see who else is here. Back to it. Uh, Flip, what's up? Chris Reyes, what's up? Who else? Alan Denson, I got. We're going to plow through these because we had a little detour there with the Tina Turner thing. What's up, Jet? Good to see Jet on Twitch. Steven, the weather guy, how are you, buddy? Uh, definitely not Joe Pro is definitely not here, and that is definitely a good thing. Uh, who else? FJ, what's up, homie? What's up, y'all? We got four people from workout sick. Damn. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks, bro. You got to do all the heavy lifting now, huh? Well, about time your ass got to work. Ah, here for you to hate. What's up, Hastings? Uh, Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for joining the show. DJ Maddie, what's up? DJ Maddie in the building. It's National Asparagus and Escargot Day. May your, may your pee stink and taste just as bad. Ugh. Who's tasting their pee? What do you... That's weird. Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna. How are you? Thank you for being here, Donna. I love you to death. Let's see. What? Uh, okay, there we go. What's up, Cisco? Good to see you. Hi from hi from Cisco. Who else? Jet, Steven, Allen, uh, Joe. What's up, Joel? Jordan is in the building. Who else? Who else? Roll. Come on, Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Get out of my way. Amos, what's up, man? Oh, thought you finally got kid from kid and playback. I haven't even tried, you know, after that debacle. Like I said, I texted him once, and yeah, he probably just blocked me. Uh, what's up, Dick Willie? Dick Willie's at Go Astros. 18 innings. Shut out. Let's hear it for the NL Central leading Brewers. Jeez. I know. So sad. What's up, McLovin? <laughs> McLovin said them cheaters cost me a bet. Fuck! Well... Oh, well. Hey, uh, what's up, Christopher Mina? Good to see you, buddy. Barry is late. Sweet. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's Bagwell's fault. <laughs> Y'all been, boy, people been really hating on Jeff Bagwell. Uh, I'm here for it, though, I guess. What's up, Rudy Ross? Santa, Santa, this is back the fuck up. Rudy Ross said, uh, holiday Santa, holiday Santa. Oh, wait, that's just. I don't know what that is. That was weird. Uh, what's up, Titan Hugo? Thank you for being here, my friend. Welcome in. Welcome in. Sean hates stuff. Finally realized baseball was trash. Nope. Suck it, nerd. Uh, Evil Death, what's up, man? Hey, I appreciate the tweet. Unfortunately, can't use it, but we had a really good potential um, uh, film session from Evil Death. But unfortunately, I don't want to show kids beating each other up. I, I remember I got hit on YouTube with a... A uh, bullying. They were like, this is bullying. I was like, no, it's not. I didn't beat the fucking kid up. How's it bullying? So I try to steer clear of kid fights, if at all possible. What's up, uh, Chris from Sam Houston? Thank you for being here. Uh, who else? There's Clarence with the uh, Proud Mary reference. Now I get it, Clarence. You're all, you're what? You're clear, Clarence. You're in the clearance, Clarence. What's your clearance, Clarence? Okay. What's up, memesters? How are you, Mimi? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for showing up. Who else? All right, let's keep rolling. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. Goddamn. Uh, page four. Uh, what's up, Jen? Thank you for showing up. Jen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the peeps in on what's going down. Do we do June or July? I think it's June. Yeah, I'm going to let the peeps in on it today. I, we won't have details, but I'm going to let them know it's happening. Speak, if, you, if no, 
If you don't want me to do that, speak now on my on the text line or forever hold your peace. What's up, Jado? Good to see you, John Dory. Uh, who else? Uh, Evil Death, Mimi, Clarence, Sensei Bullrock. What's up? Ian, welcome back, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, goddamn, Barry got so mad it made me black out a little bit. Oh, yeah, that was when the disaster uh, of the, the chat messages. Who else am I missing? You, Dad, what's up? Ivan, what's up? Tony the Handsome, what's up? All right, I think I got everybody. It's uh, it's belaboring the point here. Dick Willie, what's up? Who did I miss? Raise your hand in the chat if I missed you. That'll just be easier. That'll just be easier. Uh, Florida baseball needs to focus on SEC baseball tournament tonight because Florida is the top seed. Oh yeah, bro. I don't. I can't even watch regular. Uh, baseball, much less college SEC baseball. No thanks. Hey, what's up, Megan? Thank you for being here, Megan Solo OG. Is that right? Is it Megan Solo OG? I always fuck these up. I get everybody's name wrong. Is it Megan Solug? It can't be Megan Solug. Meg Han Solo OG. So I got it, Megan or Meg Han. Wait, what? Wait, what? 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 Meg Han or Megan? Is it really Meg Han? Oh, well, f- my bad. I screwed that all up. Uh, Joe Pro said, whatever the announcement is, save it for the cool kid hour. Um, this thing is uh, uh, oh, kind of open to the public, Joe Pro, but I understand. Um, but, uh, no, ha, the kids call me Meg Han Solo. Oh, I'm a dipshit. I get it now. I get it now. Well done, Megan. Well done. Well done. The cool kids. My bad. I want to be a cool kid. Meg Han Solo. Okay. Just, just gonna call you Meg. Okay. I'm not going through all that. There's a lot of, it's like uh, Ian is Odo, Odom Ian 90. It's like, you're Ian. I'm not going through all that. So. Uh, you kind of get a nickname, you get it from me, and you get what you get. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Um, next month is the 20th anniversary of Rice Owls winning the College Baseball World Series National Championship. Wow. And you know what? Just like 20 years ago, I don't give a shit. I don't care about Rice Baseball. But what I do care about, oh shit, I didn't make my, I didn't make my slide. Let me, uh, let me pull that up real quick because we have to do sports headlines before we really kick the show. I mean, that's how we kick the show off. We do the chat and then we do the sports headlines. So let's do our sports headlines for the day, he says, as he slowly <laughs> makes his slide. There we go. Come on. Ooh, look at Megan said, Megan said, I went to school with Jose Cruz Jr. Nice. Nice. Uh, dude was smart. Decent baseball player. Never, never, never took the 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 city or the world by storm like his daddy. But uh, was was solid, solid, solid baseball player. All right, here's your uh, sports headlines for the day. Uh, police had to conduct. <sighs> it just doesn't go away. Police had to conduct a welfare check on John Morant after a post he made on social media 
where he said goodbye to all of his loved ones and everyone was like, oh shit, is he going to kill himself? Um, he basically was like, goodbye, mom. I love you. Or he was like, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. I love you, TT. Or I don't know what the name is. He was like, goodbye. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Here, I'll read you. I'll read you. Is it thundering again? Damn it, Steve, the weather guy. I'm going to need you to get your shit together so I can do a show around here. I don't need this shit going off the air. Losing power up in this Itch. Oh shit. Where's the John Morant story? You punk ass web browser. Here we go. Police conduct uh here we go. So the 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 message on Instagram, I guess it was. Yeah, on his IG account. Raining right now in my area. Oh shit. Send some here, please. Send some what? Send some what? Uh oh double rod said I appraised Jose Cruz Jr.'s house a couple years ago. Oh nice. Nice. Barry, did you see that Nike Mellow commercial that aired one time last night and has been pulled ever since? No. What what was it? Was it were they like Dear Carmelo Anthony, uh we're big Lala fans. So no rain up by Biffnet. Well, why is it why am I hearing thunder? Huh? 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 Uh oh, the rain. Since I'm here, yeah, you can have it. You can have that shit. Maybe Jaw was talking about his guns. Shut up. So, uh, this was his Instagram message and pictures. To he posted messages and pictures to social media. It's since been deleted, but I said, "Love you, Ma." Blue heart emoji. Love you, pops. Blue heart emoji. You the greatest, baby girl. Blue heart emoji. Love you. He then followed this with a post that simply said, bye. And then everyone was like, oh, shit. So uh, Shelby County Sheriff's Office had to go do a well check on him at his home um, and said he's fine. Said he's doing great. So, you know, kind of weird. I don't know who was in charge of making that decision, although... I guess it's not much of an overreaction. Look, better safe than sorry, I suppose, is the mantra and mantra. Mantra is is the mantra there. And um Yeah, I mean when you see something like that, given especially the fact that he's had so many problems and issues and yeah, well, and so Alex said maybe he's staying off. I don't know why my nose is itching. Sorry, guys. Uh, Alex said maybe he's staying off IG now. Yeah, well, it turns out that's what it was, is that he was saying goodbye because he was taking a break from Instagram and social media. Okay, here's the thing. Let's 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 wrap a taste. Okay, now look. Before I go into this, I'm just going to tell you, yeah, I am 100% guilty of being emo on social media. I am 100%, especially on Facebook. I'll go into some crybaby meemaw shit. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, on occasion, I get in my feels, especially when I was uh, suffering from depression. I'll get in there and meow, 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 meow. So I'm not, I'm not being super judgmental 
but I am a little bit because I'm not fucking John Morant either. Okay? I'm not John Morant. I'm some weirdo on Twitch. You know, just hanging on to relevancy by a thread. That's it. And I'm not John Morant. But if I was John Morant and had millions of dollars, I would just be like, well, fuck, I'm just not going to log into Instagram anymore. I've never understood why people have to announce they're quitting social media or a Discord server, for example, just random as nothing, nothing specific. I've never, back in the day before, uh, before I got into radio a long time ago, I was a P1 for 1560. If you don't know what P1 is, that's a radio term that we use in the biz. <laughs> I'm not in the biz anymore. I was, though, seven years. So I guess I get to say the biz still. Yeah. I don't know. But P1 is just like saying, like, um, diehards. That's your, 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 your supporters. Like your, they, they make it, uh, they, you know, they're the ones you count on. Like Patreon members, Patreon members are P1s. The P doesn't stand for Patreon. I, in fact, I need to look up what P stands for in P1. Um, but anyways, those are like, I was a P1 for 1560. I love that station. I loved all the shows that were on there. Um, but then like I got on the message board and, there was a bunch of us that were all P1s and, um, you know, we, we it was kind of like this in a lot of ways. It was just like this community of friends. There's some in the chat to this day. Tony the Handsome and I met. Tony the Handsome and I met on the 1560 message boards. We were both P1s of 1560 the game. Um, I mean, like Penguin Katie and I met on there. Uh, there was other people that have popped in and gone and and whatnot but man yeah they oh my god they were so much fun but inevitably inevitably on those message boards and the stuck nut message boards from the old jim rome days and the berry on deck discord what does that out loud and even on social media or this show in the chat people never be like i quit and yeah, somebody said it. I don't know who it was. Stephen Wonder guy. I mean, it's, it's, it's for attention. I get it. 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 I've probably done it myself. Guilty. All right. Guilty. It's kind of like when people say, um, I'm going to clean out my friends list. Because I think in a lot of ways on, on what they want is people to go, oh, please don't unfriend me. You know, I mean, like I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a human nature thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just like, I get that if you and me do it, because who the fuck are we, right? Who the fuck are we? But John Morant, do you really need that much attention? Don't you, don't you have enough attention already? Why would you, I, why? <laughs> Tony, Tony said, I'm, I'm waiting on Total Dallas to quit. Ah, uh, that's too funny. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing. We're all guilty of it in a certain regard, I guess. Some of us, maybe not all of us. Um, but yeah, that that just strikes me as odd from a guy like John Morant. Not necessary, bro. You're a millionaire. You're one of the best basketball players in the world right now. Just log off. Just shut it down. Delete the app. You ain't got to announce it. Who are you saying bye to? Well, shouldn't that have been a text? Is that the only way you communicate with your mom and your dad and your baby girl is over IG? I don't know. That's just weird. Um, 
but that's me though. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, maybe I uh, need to be more. Uh, I don't know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sensitive. I don't know. Um, someone did that to me when Des left the Cowboys. Oh, that's hilarious, CC. Uh, I only say goodbye to my family on social media, not in real life. <laughs> See, yeah, again, again, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, all right, sissy, sissy. A P1 is someone. Hey, what's up, Shot? A P1 is someone who listens to a particular station more than any other. Yeah, okay. That's. Uh, I quit yeah. Barry on deck at Steven the Weather Guy. Did you just time yourself out, Steven? Did you just time yourself out? <laughs> Steven. <laughs> that was pretty outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's like, fuck you, John Morant. I can be an attention whore, too. Oh, that's so funny. Well done, Stephen the Weather Guy. And Cece did not wait to be like, oh, that's a funny joke. Let me refund your point. She was like, nope, bye, bitch. You timed yourself out. You're out of here. That's hilarious. Uh, he timed himself out. Oh, uh, too funny. All right. Um... I miss Steven so much. <laughs> ah! Yeah, that was kind of the joke, Ivan. God damn it, Ivan. I take back everything I said yesterday about how fun you are to party with. I mean, literally, that was the whole fucking joke. Is that he was being... Jo oh, my God. Ivan. God damn I kind of just want to refund Steven's money and then time your dumb ass out. How do you... Did, did you just come in and ex Oh my god. Ivan. You're better than that. That's some oh, I'm not even I, I won't even name names of who would normally do that. That was that was stupid. Um Donna said, what is happening here? Uh Joe Bro said self-inflicted. That's a cry for help. Someone do a welfare check. Well done. Well done. Well done. Um let's see. People who shout out kids who don't have social media on social media as well as dead people drive me nuts. There you go. <laughs> Evil Death said, I didn't get to say goodbye on MySpace. <laughs> not, not like this. Oh, that's funny, Evil Death. No, I didn't. I didn't get to say goodbye. Uh, you know, MySpace didn't shut down. You can go create another uh, account. Yeah, you totally total Dallas it. Yeah, you fucked it all up, Ivan. Idiot. Jesus. Jesus, Ivan. Um. <laughs> Dubs is mad. He's like, there goes another wasted timeout. We're going to need that later. Yeah, exactly, Dubs. Somebody's going to do some dumb shit, Ivan, and we're going to need to tie them out, but not. Can't do it today. One a day, and it's been wasted. 
Uh, I'm trying to catch up. Let's see. Maybe see if we can forecast the weather more accurately from up there. In heaven. Yeah, hopefully. Nice, Tony. <laughs> Tony dropping bombs. Uh, Ian said Alabama football will be Georgia for national championship rematch in the fall. I mean, do you have a do you have anything specific to back that up? Just this is also very random, Ian. Very random. Um, uh, let's. Oh my God, we have a Sydney sighting! Holy shit, we have a Sydney sighting, ladies and gentlemen. Sid, hello, Sid. I haven't got to say that in forever. What's up, Sid? Good to see you, sweetie. Thank you for popping in, boy. You missed it. Uh, it's been a wild day already, and when and we just found out that Ivan's a fucking idiot. I couldn't even believe it. He seems so normal. Oh, dumbass. Who knew? Uh, Barry on deck, you need to up the limit. No, hell no. Why would I do that? I'm not doing that. I'm not upping the limit. No, you get one. You get one a day. This would turn into a timeout fest. It would just be the Barry on timeout. I'm not doing that. No, you get one a day. That's it. That is all. Uh, look, and now, now Total Dallas is like, <laughs> now I can just talk shit so you guys can't do nothing about it. All right, let's get back to our headlines. Way off track here. Um, running back, Adrian Peterson, who is 38 now, has said he's not officially retired. He's not officially retired. At this point, though, isn't that up to the 32 teams that make up the NFL? I mean... They're kind of like, yeah, you are. We've we've all moved on. I mean, look, the dude is probably going to get a uh, a fill in backup job somehow, some way mid season. You know, he'll keep himself in shape. Um, but you talk about a guy. Remember yesterday we talked about Carmelo Anthony. He said he was calling it quits. And uh, hey, look at Josh showed up. Hooligan? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for the 500 bits, first of all. More importantly, it's good to see your big dumb face in the chat. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. We miss you around these parts. Welcome in. I got Sydney showed up, and now Hooligan? It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Uh, he's not coming to the Roughnecks. Here's the deal about Adrian Peterson, okay? Uh, yesterday, we talked about Carmelo Anthony retiring. Yeah, Josh. Thank you, Josh. 15 months. That is almost 16 and more than 14. Math guy. Pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. Uh, appreciate you, homie. Thank you, Josh, for being here. Uh, I miss your dumb face. Um, but anyways, yesterday we talked about Mello retiring and, you know, where was he on the all-time scoring leader list? He was ninth, and could he have caught eight? And, uh, you know, did he have enough gap between seven, 10 and this, that, and the other? Um, this article on ESPN says Adrian Peterson needs 82 rushing yards to hit 15,000 for his career. He also needs 351 yards to tie Barry Sanders for fourth 
on the all-time rushing list. So I, I, I say, I say, that's why he says he's not retired yet. He's holding out hope he can get those 82 rushing yards and hit 15,000 at least. And if that's the case, and depending on when somebody needs him, maybe midway through the season, maybe he can eke out another 352 yards and pass Barry Sanders. I don't know. Either way, I think it's safe to say Adrian Peterson is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, When you're fifth all-time in rushing yards at the time that you retire, whether you're fifth or fourth, you're going into the Hall of Fame. NFL all-time rushing leaders. Let's see who's active behind him and uh, how long it would take him to get caught. Let's see here. There we go. So you can clearly see the not retired yet. Adrian Peterson sits at 14,918 yards. I just told you. Needed 82 to reach 15,000. Barry Sanders has 15,269. I like. Uh, so he would need to get to 15,270 to pass him. He ain't catching Frank Gore. God, Frank Gore was such an Iron Man. It's so weird to think Frank Gore is third on the list of all time rushing yards in the NFL. Frank Gore. I know. It has nothing to do with greatness. It's just longevity. Frank Gore came into the league in 1948. And he he's, he's, he just retired two years ago. I don't know. That's not true. Hey, what's up? Asymmetric Chris. Yo, the gang's on here. Clarence showed up and graces with his presence for a day and Asymmetric wrist came in and Josh, aka 713 Hooligan, and Sydney is here, and we got a new one, and Meg Han Solo is on Ian's back. This is just I'm just I'm over the moon. I'm just a gas. This is so great. Uh so Adrian Peterson is ahead of Curtis Martin, Ladanian Tomlinson. Who's the active rushing besides Adrian, of course, because he's not retired. Oh, uh, let's see. Tomlinson, Bettis, Dickerson, Dorsett, Jim Brown, Falk, James, Allen, Harris, Thomas, Taylor, Jackson, Riggins, Corey Dillon, 20th. That's insane. Corey Dillon, 20th all-time in rushing yards. Unbelievable. Ahead of O.J. Simpson, Shady McCoy, Work Done, Ricky Waters, Jamal Lewis. Okay. So, only active person in the top 25 right now is Adrian Peterson. Which, I mean, I got that kind of checks out. And the reason, the reason, um, it's a pass-happy league now. There's just no premium on running backs like there used to be. Just no premium on running backs. So it doesn't surprise me that, you know, a guy who was maybe the last of the old guard in Adrian Peterson is the only active or unretired, we should call it. Uh, person on this list. I wonder if like NFL reference has the complete list. Oh, pro football reference, not NFL reference. You dumbass. Here's leaders, rushing yards, career. So it'll have like, you see the little, uh, um, 
cross there that signifies Hall of Fame. You can see right there, there's the. So most of these folk, I mean, everybody in the top 16 is Hall of Fame, except Frank Gore right now, but he's he hasn't had a chance to go in yet. He just retired three years ago. Uh, and Peterson is still active. Well, kind of. Um, yeah, so Fred Taylor, 17. Steven Jackson, 18. Wow. Uh, here you go. First active. Who said Derrick Henry? Please step forward and play the prize. First active, active, and not like, I'm not retired yet. Active, because he didn't play last year, Adrian Peterson. But first actual active player is Derrick Henry. 8,335 yards. Ezekiel Elliott is second right behind him with 82-62. They both came in the league in 2016. Um, Yeah, kind of crazy. And then the next one is Mark Ingram, and then it just falls off big time. There's your boy Arian Foster, 78th all time. Does that seem good? I don't think that's, that doesn't, that's not, that don't seem, I mean, who's Arian Foster ahead of? Who's, they would be like, Bronco Nagurski. Like, okay, let's, oh, the old Lenny Moore, who played for Clit. CLT. Who is CLT? He played for Clit. Hmm. Christian Okoye, nice. How old is AP? He's liking his almost 40, isn't he? Let's uh let's click on his name here. He is 38. 38 and 64 days. Ian. Uh Liebeshock now under a new name. Did you change it, Shockadopolis? Did you did you change? Hey, what's up, Brandon Gary? Oh my god! We're just all the family's all here. I couldn't be more excited about this. Holy shit. Dr. Dre up tonight. Oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nut, I'm gonna nut right now. Holy shit, the gang's all here. I love it. I love it. I'm studying for tonight's bets. What are you betting on, Dre? What are you betting on? Um, Shady McCoy, the most recent to what? Retire? Shock? I don't know. Uh, tis a good question though. Uh, let's see who else is in. Blah, 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 blah. Charlotte Hornets. No, not that clip. Mike Allstott is the worst to tackle. That's a good one. Yeah, I wouldn't want to tackle Mike Allstott, but I wouldn't say the worst. I mean, you did have uh, the Nigerian Nightmare, or the Refrigerator Perry. Um, Yeah, there were some. Uh, uh, Who was the other one? There was like Icky Woods. Was was wasn't he like a big dude, uh, Earl Campbell? You know what I mean. Like, there's some. I don't know if Mike Allstott, but Mike Allstott was one of my favorites. Yeah, Christian Okoye, the Nigerian. Isn't that the Nigerian nightmare, Christian Okoye? Wasn't that his nickname? Or am I? Did I mess that up? But you had a. Uh, yeah, yeah, that dude was huge. I mean, bro, all you got to do is just look at this picture. Of Christian Okoye and be like, I ain't tackling that. Are you crazy? Look at that man's. Come get your man's. I'm not tackling him. That dude was, yeah, Nigerian nightmare. Um, 
6253 253 pounds but just look like a monster out there i mean bro bro what no fam i'm not doing that look 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 at this look at this people just diving at his knees i ain't tackling that dude uh yeah so there's a lot of them Earl Campbell, one of the one of the hardest to tackle, but yeah, all starts up there for sure. Bo Jackson, another good one, another good one. There you go. Um, Bo Jackson was not kind to tackle. Yep, Jerome Bettis, another good one. The bus, well done, Titan Hugo. Jim Brown was not easy to tackle. I I know because I was there. Uh, why can't these old superstar athletes just go enjoy their money in retirement? I don't know. Hakeem Olajuwon is the real Nigerian nightmare. Okay. Uh, Atwater, uh, Atwater dropped him in the hole. Did he really? Well, you would know because it wasn't Atwater or Bronco. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, Larry Zonka's another good one. Um, Marion Barber. Well, Terrence is in the building. Holy fuck, what is happening? It's like today is the reunion day. I don't see, I don't get to see half of you cats and kitties. And look at me. I feel so lucky and blessed. All of you show up at once. This is outstanding. Uh, Keith Byers, another good one. Shock. Yeah, that's outstanding. That is outstanding. Um, hell yeah. Okay. Now you guys are just throwing out running backs. Are we really going to put, are we really putting fucking Tony Dorsett on the hard to tackle list? Come on, fam. It, 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 I don't. I love you, Dick Willie, but that is just not the case. That he does not belong in the same references as the Nigerian Nightmare and Earl Campbell and and um, uh, William the Refrigerator Perry as guys that are hard to tackle. Come on, fam. Derrick Henry's up there, but not Tony Dorsett. Get out of here. Scram, beat it. What's up, Chewy? Uh, Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl, Ron Dane. Ron Dane was just big. I don't think Ron Dane was tough to tackle necessarily. He was just big. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. All right. Uh, back to our sports headlines. Um, the judge has denied bond for ex-Alabama basketball player Darius Miles. What's up, Chuby? Hey, what's up, Queerby? Hey, Barry, this is OJ Simpson. Don't forget about me. Okay. All right. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. All right. Um. Yeah. So um, you remember this story. It happened during the, well, the, the it didn't happen, but the majority of it, of the story was brought to light during the basket of this past college basketball season Darius Miles has pleaded not guilty uh to the uh mm, shooting death of where is the damn article at sorry here we go it was Jamia Harris that's right I couldn't remember the uh, the first name I knew it was Harris uh he pled not guilty in January to shooting death of 23 year old Jamia Harris uh former Reserve forward and Michael Lynn Davis, both 21 at the time, were charged with capital murder. Um, and then you recall that it was kind of a, uh, it was brought up several times about what was going on with 
the rest of the team. And so um, the judge has denied bond and uh, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to, it's not looking good. It is, it is already not looking good for Darius miles last, but not least on this list, the Celtics are still alive. If, but for another night, I think the, uh, I think it ends here. Although they're going back to Boston. Could they force a game six? Hmm. I don't know, but we can get this out of the way real quick. Stars are done. Uh, watched that game. Didn't get to watch it last night. Watched it this morning. And boy, what a stinker. What a shit show of a hockey game that was. Ugh. God. Uh, who's the Stars captain? Ben, is that his name? Last name, Ben? Um, he does. He, he commits a a a penalty, a major five minute major is ejected from the game. Will probably be suspended for the next couple of games. So you're done. You're done, and not looking good for him. Um, so stars go down three zero to the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're finished. Yeah, Jamie Ben. Uh, Jamie Ben is an idiot and Dallas fans are trash. Let's talk about the Dallas fans for a second. Let's talk about that because you know what? You're a hundred percent right in that regard. I won't say that all Dallas fans, but I'll say Dallas hockey fans are 100% trash. Uh, last night as their team is getting their ass whooped. I mean, it was three, it was three Oh, before you blinked. You looked up and it was 3-0. And it's like, oh my God. Uh, but it just got worse, and there were stupid penalties, and Ben got ejected. And um, so what do what do what do uh what do Dallas Stars fans do? Well, one, they throw popcorn on the goalie as he's coming out for the third period. Or second period, I guess. Um real classy, real, real classy. And then they don't like a penalty call or something as if their team was in it. And they just start throwing shit on the ice at the end of the second period with about 30 seconds left in the second period. They just start chucking shit out on the ice left and right. Awful. They had to stop play. They had to get all the players off the ice and it's ice. It ain't a fucking, you know what I mean? It's not the basketball court where you just broom it off. Now you got shit on the ice and it's beer and there's pumpkin seeds or I don't know what the fuck they eat in Dallas. Probably like they were throwing kale chips out there and fucking, I don't know. I don't know what they, total, total Dallas, what do y'all eat up there? Oh, they probably threw some ass out there because I know, I know a bunch of them are ass eaters. Anyways, um, it was pretty disgusting, pretty egregious for a fan base to do something like that. What they ended up having to do is they just had to postpone the end of the second period. So they actually all went back into the locker room for second intermission. Uh, they Zambonied the ice, got it all fixed up, came back out and played 30 seconds to finish the second period and then switched sides and started the third period. Super weird. In all my weeks of watching hockey, I've never seen anything like it. Um, oh, very well done, Cisco. Someone threw a be- a bowl of dicks on the ice. Cause yes, they also eat that up in Dallas bag of dicks, bowl of dicks. I like it. Um, 
Uh, Chewie said it's not like these fans ended up killing someone or hell, there was no malice in the palace type of deal. Chewie, you're not really going to sit here and excuse that kind of behavior, right? Just because no one got physically hurt? Well, first of all, throwing popcorn on a player? You deserve an ass whooping just for doing that. It's not okay, Chewie. You, don't just, you can't excuse it and be like, well, clearly no one was hurt. Like, what the fuck? No, you can't. You can't just excuse that away. You can't just excuse that away. Hey, uh, I mean, no one was physical, but you can't throw shit. By the way, um, I forget the dude's name that does the uh, color commentary um, for ESPN, but he was like, yeah, well, you know, my thing is, uh, well, that popcorn's like $15, eh? Like, uh, you just threw $15 on the ground for nothing, yeah. That was, uh, that's, that's crazy. I agree. Bitch, you know how much that popcorn costs? Shit. Ain't throwing that. I don't even care if I don't want it anymore. I'm taking that shit home. I don't give a shit. I'm either eating it or leaving with it. Ain't throwing that on no whack-ass goalie. Um, Chewie said, how often does it really happen? Bro, it don't matter. It doesn't matter how often it happened. It happened. You know what I mean? This, is, it, this isn't like, oh, hat trick, let's all throw our hats on the ice. By the way, that's even fucking stupider. Do you know how much a hat costs? you know how much a hockey hat costs? Now, do they all like put like a sticker on it and it's got their name and their, their address? And are you picking up at Lost and Found later? I'll be goddamn if I throw a hat of mine onto the ice on a hat trick. Are you kidding me? Hell no. I digress. Chewie, it doesn't matter how often it happens, whether anyone was hurt or not. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is it was trashy behavior. It was shitty behavior. You can't excuse that. And you can't just blow it off. It was like, well, nobody died. So, I mean, no, that's not okay. It's not okay. And uh, now they deserve to lose. Uh, and I hope it happens at home. I kind of do. I mean, I hope they it happens at home and they have to watch that shit. They have to watch the Vegas Golden Knights celebrate on their home ice for acting like assholes last night. And if you're a Stars fan and you were at the game and you participated, shame on you, you sorry sum of a bitch. It was probably my boys over at Book It. They're big Stars fans. They live up in Dallas. I guarantee you it was Shelly God and uh, God and uh, 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 Trent from Book It Sports. I promise you. It was them. It was them. <laughs> Dre. What's all that about? What is that about? Did Amos said did Barry just do an impression of a Canadian Mexican? Shut up, Amos. I don't, I don't, I don't do good impressions. Okay, and not my thing. Not my thing. I don't. I mean, I try. Look, total Dallas. Next topic. No, fuck you. We're dwelling on it. We're dwelling on it. We're staying here for a while. You need to know how shitty your fans are. Honestly, you need to know how terrible they are. Nah, I mean, the stars looked awful. I mean, just awful. It's just a complete 180 from how they looked in that Seattle Kraken series. Just can't get nothing going. Uh, goalie got pulled again. I swear to God, I'm watching hockey. I'm really into it for the first time, and man. It's like if your goalie doesn't get pulled, what are you doing? You're not doing hockey right. You got to get your goalie pulled. 
makes everybody feel good, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and and look, that 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 series is pretty much over. So there you go. What if the Astros fans threw trash on the field or throw home run balls and foul balls back on the field? Well, if they threw trash on the field, I'd be pissed at them. And I would tell them that they're awful and they're terrible. Throwing a home run ball back is not the same thing, in my opinion, unless you're like throwing it at a player. You know what I mean? Like if, if, but I mean, if it's a home run, you're, you're, and you're throwing it back, it's because the other team's at bat, you're probably not chucking it at Jordan in left field. You know what I mean? You're not chucking it at Kyle Tucker in right field. You're, you're keeping it. Uh, or you're, you're throwing it maybe to the infield or whatever. And if they're not in the field, then you're keeping the ball. So, I don't know. Uh, but just throwing it back, nah, that's okay. That's just part of baseball. That's just a baseball thing. Uh, goalie was really skating on his head, eh? Like Dre. I like that Dre is now typing in Canadian. We just have stupid fans running on the field. Trash is trash. Oh, when? Somebody ran on the field for the Astros? It wasn't the Astros because they hadn't scored in two, two games. So we know it wasn't them running on the bases. Uh, Barry does a great Kermit impression. Oh, shut up, Cisco. Shut up. I hate you for bringing that up. Oh, like the dude talking about Jeep Weekend and Galveston. Well, that one boy did get his head run over, but nobody died. <laughs> ah, Joe Pro. Well done, buddy. Well done indeed. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, uh, It's Kirby Smart is the best coach in college football, better than Nick Saban. What? Uh, Ian, I love this. Is uh, First of all, I love having Ian around. But Ian is watching a completely different show. Every time Ian says something, it's just like, what? We, we're talking hockey. And Ian's like, Kirby Smart is better than Nick Saban. What? Ian, what show are you watching? <laughs> I think Ian watches like Pat McAfee show, but comments on the Barry on Deck chat. I don't know. <laughs> I love him, though. I love Ian. It's great. Because sometimes I'll be like, I don't have shit to say, and Ian will bring something up, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Hell, yeah. I don't have a topic. Well done, Ian. Not this time, though. Uh, Dick Willie said, that was great. A picture of fires. The rat has to get hungry. What? What are you talking about, Dick Willie? Dick Willie's doing the same thing. Uh, man, it's so opposite to but do the same. The Canes and Panthers series has been so close. Yeah, Panthers still up 3-0. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, what's up, M Jars? Happy Wednesday to you. As uh, says Mark said, also it's pretty incredible that the Panthers are doing, considering they've made the playoffs by one point in the final day of the regular season. Kind of like what the Lakers did. You know what I mean? Kind of like what the Lakers did. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, well done. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. If no one died, then no one died. Got to move to the next headline. And see, when you say that, it just makes me not want to move to the next headline because that is ignorant and asinine, Chewy. Honestly, it is an ignorant and asinine statement. Well, no one died, so you can just throw shit on the ice 
and make it dangerous for people to skate. Pour popcorn on a player as they're walking out onto the ice. No problem. Hey, you know what? Let's just let's just give everybody a puck and then I'm chucking it at the goalie. He's got pads on. He won't die. Like Chewy, I love you, buddy. I do, but that is that might be the dumbest thing you've ever said in a chat message. Ever. It's a pretty asinine statement. Well, nobody died, so let's just move on. No. It's about how low class they are. Uh, every time I hear that name, Ian, I think of Pablo Francisco's stand up on doing E. Oh, gotcha. Panthers barely got in the playoffs, and look what they've done. Yeah. Uh, so Blackhawks that sent uh, them in the uh, Penguins. Hockey players are the very last dudes I'd be fucking with. Bro, them sons of bitches are so tough. That's why, it, like, I'm watching that uh, Lakers-Nuggets game the other night. I can't help it now. And look, this is my bad, people. This is my bad. But. Anytime now that I see like a hockey player get hurt or I mean a, an NBA player get hurt or a baseball player get hurt or God forbid a soccer player flop around, I'm like, Pussy! now that I've watched enough hockey, I'm like, yo, these sons of bitches. Are you kidding me? Them boys is tough. Puck to the face. Yeah. Go to the back, stitch it up right back out there. Bro. You hit me in the face with a puck. I'm done for at least a good solid two and a half years. Maybe more. They're out there in three, five minutes. Hey, hurry up. I got another shift coming. It's crazy. Like last night uh, or the night before, watching that uh, Lakers Nuggets game, LeBron got hit on top of the head. On top of the head. And he goes down in a heap, and he's holding it, and he's like, ah, ah, I think he, I think I ruptured my vulva. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, I, there must be something wrong with my medulla obligata. I don't know what's happening. I'm like, bro, get your punk ass up. Are you shitting me? I can't, I can't now. I can't, I can't. I can't watch them flopping around like that. Can't do it. Hockey is ruining other sports for me. Hockey is so fucking fun. Playoff hockey. I'll, I'll yet to be determined if I watch a full NHL season or not. Playoff hockey, though, mwah, so good. So good. All right, now we can move on to some Celtics. Staying alive, staying alive. Uh, let me pull up the box score from last night. I did not watch the game. And you're like, well, what kind of sports talk guy are you, Laminac? Where you didn't watch that basketball game? You mean you don't give a shit about Boston and Miami in the East? No, it's not that. It's just that they're on TNT and I have Fubo. And Fubo can eat my whole entire asshole. I hate Fubo so much, but oh no, I done fucking cut the cord. Super smart. Can't watch half the goddamn sports that I want to watch, at least on TNT and TBS, because of Fubo. Unless I bootleg it, 
But then I'm like, I got to get out of my laptop and shit. Bro, all I want to do is just sit down, turn the TV on, and watch some fucking sports. Watch some basketball. I just want to watch Miami and Boston play. That's it. I just want to watch Tomball legend Jimmy Buckets stab daggers into the faces and throats of Celtics players and fans all over the globe. You know why? Because I'm team fuck Boston. You know why? Because I grew up a Rockets fan. 80 and 86, bitches. I hadn't forgot. That's why. Was it both times they played Boston? I don't think so. I don't remember. But I hated Boston. I hated Boston and the Lakers. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Xfinity did not allow me to watch the Astros game here at work. This is why I don't come here. (laughs) Cece, you're the best. Cece's like, see, this is why I am always on vacation because, damn it, I cannot watch Astros on the road. Um... Uh, Chewy said playoff hockey's dope. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I saw OJ Simpson chimed in again. Where did I miss that at? Hey, Barry, OJ again. Even if someone died, they probably deserved it. <laughs> Kirby's just some random ass messages. Uh, it's funny, though. I, I think it's funny. Um, Leave Shock said, where I live in spe- spring, Spectrum is the only option, and they don't carry AT&T Sportsnet. Ooh. Well, see, that's like Fubo has AT&T Sportsnet, but it they don't have TNT and TBS. Perry said, I told you, IPTV, Truman. Yeah, bro, but I like looked into that, and I felt shady as fuck giving them my credit card. I was like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, hello. I, I won't do voices because that's racist. Um, but I was just like, I don't know if I want to put my credit card information on this bullshit. Like now someone in the chat and I don't condone this and I would never use it. I would never, ever, ever use it. Stream East. Not something I would use. No way. That's illegal. Not going to do it. So instead, I just end up missing games. Story of my life. Uh, Firestick app I use, you can pay with PayPal. Oh, good. And then they just keep charging the shit out of your PayPal until they suck you dry like a shitty ex-wife. No, thanks. No, thanks. Don't trust all that. I just... I just spit Diet Coke out of the corner of my mouth. That was weird. Um, Perry said he's been using that IPTV for years. Yeah, man, but... Mm, I even said the Fire Stick app I use, can you can pay with PayPal. Uh, you know what? I used to have, and I don't even know. I haven't looked into it, but uh, was it Kudo? What's that? What's the name? Because I have a jailbroken uh, fire stick. Was it? Is it Kudos? Yeah. No. What the fuck was it called? It's like bootleg. Uh. 
it's like bootleg. I mean, you used to get like movies and TV and all that shit on there. Cisco said, I never use Stream East either. I don't use it. Cody. Thank you, Alex Villanueva. Cody. Yes. Cody. K-O-K-O-D-Y. Not the like Coda 99.1. Cody. Yeah. It's just like shit now, I think. Apparently, like the government cracked down on them. So I have an extra connection. You try it out on me. Maybe just to get me through basketball and hockey playoffs. It just makes me nervous. It just makes me nervous. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Celtics beat the Heat 116-99. to 99. Um, Looked like it was all over but the shouting at halftime. Heat up by six at the half. Um, jumped out to a 29-23 lead at, after the first. Go up by six. Um, go into halftime at six. But then Boston comes out pretty much with their season on the line, knowing that they've got to have a big third quarter. Get some momentum, carry that into the fourth, and try to get this bad boy back into back to Boston if they want to have any shot. And it's like one of those things. Um, how do you eat an elephant one step at a time? What? I wanted to do a sketch like that where I'm just like um, somebody that just kind of combines old sayings. Like, uh, you know. The journey of a of a thousand miles begins with one bite. What? Yeah. How do you eat an elephant? One day at a time. <clears throat> um, but so I again I didn't watch the game, but they were talking about, and I I don't know this, can't confirm it. Uh, apparently, oh uh, Jason Tatum not having a good fourth quarter. Let me see. Let me actually go to GameCast. Maybe I can pull up a shot chart. Apparently, he went like over uh, uh, for his shot chart. Here we go. Players. Uh, Jason Tatum. Fourth quarter. Yeah. over for 2 in the fourth quarter. Well, they made it act like he took a fucking. Oh, no. No, he had a fourth quarter. What are they talking about? Yeah. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. Five buckets in the fourth, including a three. Okay. Well, that's just stupid. I don't I don't know what they I don't know what the point was. Yeah. Uh that sounded like no ho Hank. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Um, but yeah, so Boston gets it back to Boston. <laughs> Down three one. I don't I I Okay, I said as much Monday that if any of the four teams that were left, obviously the Lakers have been bounced, but between the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Heat, and the Celtics, if you'd ask me which of those four teams would I pick that could come back from a three a down 3-0 in a series and win four in a row, it would have been Boston just because I think the Nuggets are the best team that was left. That's shown. That's been proven now. We see it. But Boston was is the deepest. Um, they get after you on defense or can when they choose to. But I, 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 I so I'm not saying that they're winning the series. I, I don't think they are. 
I think this could go six. Could they go back to Boston and win tomorrow? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when they do that, if they do that, boy, butthole's going to get tight in Miami. Whew. Be a lot of anus puckering going on. <sighs> but I think that, and you definitely don't want to drop game six and go back to Boston. So if you're Miami, I think you have to go up to Boston with that killer instinct and just be like, we're, we're putting them away. We're winning by 40. Pedal the metal, not letting off. If I'm Jimmy Butler and we're up by 30 with two minutes left, bitch, I'm draining threes. I don't give a shit. Killer mentality. Have to. You got to just go like balls to the wall um, and just, just try to wreak havoc, you know, like a Dallas Stars fan. Not going to let you forget it, total Dallas. So, yeah, I, I but I'm not saying the Celtics are in the driver's seat, but here's the thing. At this point, they got nothing to lose, which is a little bit dangerous. A little bit dangerous. It's not, you know, it, this isn't now that they st- stole one at, at on the road. It's not an insurmountable thing that they can't. They it's not completely crazy. I'd be shocked. All you got to do is win one in Boston. You come back to Miami. Now you've proven to yourself that you can win on the road in Miami, and you know maybe you get a couple lucky breaks. Uh, something happens. Get a buzzer beater. I don't know, but the pressure, there's no pressure on Miami yet, but they're like, oh shit, let's not let them back in it guys. But if Boston wins tomorrow, yeah, there's a lot of pressure to me. The X factor though, in all of this, uh, and y'all know my man crush for him. It's kind of like my man crush, um, for Mike Tomlin, but Eric Spolstra. I don't think he lets those guys get that kind of feel that kind of pressure. You know what I mean? I think he's he knows what needs to be done. They have to go out and execute. Obviously, he ain't out there playing. But I think game plan wise, getting them ready, understanding the moment, Spolster will have them ready. But you know what? Sometimes shots don't fall. Sometimes your team just doesn't have it that night, and there's nothing that coach can do about it. So. They better hope that last night was just a gentleman's sweep kind of aberration, and we'll see. Um, Nothing to lose. Great movie, Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. Oh, my God. Yes, Dick Willie. Nothing to lose was a great. Welcome to hell, bitch. One of my favorite lines in a movie. Martin Lawrence jumps in the car with Tim Robbins, and he's like, Welcome to hell, bitch. I need to get that as a sounder. I need it. I don't have any fucking sticky notes in this bitch. How am I supposed to make notes without sticky notes? What's this? I have a, uh, did you know you can avoid long lines and save on gas by conducting your appeal hearing from the comfort of your own home that I'm overpaying for taxes wise. All right. Welcome to Hell Sounder. I can't even read my own writing. Uh, welcome to Hell Sounder. What was the other thing I was supposed to remember to do? Oh, fix the fix the fix comments. There we go. 
why my nose who's talking shit about me my nose is itching all day uh even i said 2000 or 2023 celtics equals 2004 red sox um i don't know but wouldn't that be and and that isn't that kind of how this shit happens isn't that kind of how stories get told and legends are made is boston would have two down 3-0 comebacks in the playoffs and I, was that was the uh was that Yankee series the um American League Championship series was that the ALCS that they did that in I believe it was so then they would do it in the Eastern Conference Finals that that's how like legends develop so that would be pretty crazy but I don't think so I don't think so they did it twice. Yeah, they did. Jimmy Butler's a dog, though. You know what I mean? Like, Jimmy Butler. And there's a big difference between basketball and baseball in that with baseball, you know, pitchers go out there and it's not, you're not relying on five dudes, but one superstar. You know, you got nine dudes at the plate. You got a plethora of pitchers. Like, it's a, there's a lot more moving parts. Um, and Jimmy Butler's a dog. He, he, he will single handedly win that series for them. If he has to, Oh, look at evil death plus a 28 to three comeback by the Patriots. Yep. Yep. This is how legends are made, man. This is how great stories are, are told and developed. So would it be crazy and shocking? Yes. Is it going to happen? Nah, I wouldn't bet it. I mean, it might be worth throwing a throwing a Diet Coke down on. Bruins ever do anything like that? Oh, that's a good question. Where's my hockey guys at? Well, Dick Willie, you'll look it up. I know you. You're a stat nerd like me. You'll go Google it. But, yeah, wouldn't that be crazy if Boston was... Uh, well, I know that in hockey, nobody's ever come back from down 0-3 in a conference championship series. I think. I could be mistaken on that. Uh, but maybe so. Florida governor is running for president. Oh, wow. Well, he's been saying that. So now he just made it official. Ian. But he's been talking about that. Hockey has done it. Oh, really? Oh, no. You know what I heard then? Maybe it was. Um, that's what it was. Yeah, that's my bad. It was that nobody has. They haven't had. Two, two teams up 3-0 or some shit like that. There hadn't been two sweeps in the conference finals. It's only been done like two or three times, I think. Something like that. I don't remember what it was. Uh, baseball is totally different. Sometimes a manager pulls a green key too soon and doesn't put in Colt. Why are you bringing up old shit, Joe Pro? Why are you bringing up old shit? All right. It is 342. Hey, asymmetric wrist, by the way. I totally missed your 100 bits, buddy. That's my bad. I got to be a better hostess. I got to be a better hostess with the most hostesses. Uh Bruins were down 4-1 at home in a game seven of the finals once. But not a series comeback like that. Ah. McLeavis said, Barry, I hope for the sake of the Celtics fans, they don't come back because they might reconsider bringing back that idiot coach. Not a, not a fan, huh? Not a fan. I mean, he got him there. 
granted, he's got a shit ton of talent. Um, yeah, and he doesn't seem to be very popular in Boston, but I'm tell you what, he completes this comeback, and God damn it, they will be. And now I just got a TikTok message that just rang out. That is stupid. What is happening to my phone and everything else? What in the shit is going on? All right, I have to pee. Uh, like I said, we're going to do the, uh, let's see, only down 3-1, never down 3-0. Oh. 2013 Bruins, greatest playoff backs with three third-period goals and an overtime winner. Now, I like that they were only down 3-1, never 3-0. Still down. Still down. Uh, Shock said, screw the Celtics fans. I hope they rehired Doc Rivers. I kind of like Doc. I think Doc Rivers is a pretty decent coach, is he not? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Dick Willie just sent me something. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, he said the Astros fans threw cheese on the field one day. When Mike Fires was there. Yeah, see, that's a dick move. I don't approve of that. I don't think that's okay. I don't, that's not okay. They should be ashamed of themselves. Just like he should be ashamed of himself for being a snitching asshole. Uh, to, Mark said 2013 Bruins also gave up two goals in 17 seconds in a game six to the Blackhawks and <laughs> to let the Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Oh, it said rat on the cheese. That's hilarious. That's too funny. Uh, but still trashy. You know what I mean? Like the. But I get it. I get that. Still not. Still not okay. Still not okay. To set that precedence. All right. Here's the deal. Uh three forty-five. Did we get all my stuff? <gasps> we did not get all the stuff in. So I have to show you this. All right. I got one more thing, and then I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go pee pee. And then we'll start the third private hour. Um, and I will post the link on Discord and on the Patreon. You still have time if you want to join us for the third hour of the show. So sadly and unfortunately, um, as I told you guys at the, at the get-go, Shock unable to join um, due to circumstances beyond his control. Uh, but we'll make it happen again. Uh, we're, he's got some days off next week. We'll uh, We'll figure out a schedule. If not then, then... We'll look at the next week, but we will get shocked back on this show. By God, I promise you. Uh, but go join the Patreon, and then 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, you and I will hang out privately. I'm your private. Rest in peace, David Turner. Uh, and then we will uh, we'll wrap it up, and then don't forget tomorrow, talking NBA with Joel Blank at 4.15, so join me for that. Uh, in the meantime, I wanted to show you this. And I'm not a soccer guy, and you guys know that. I'm not a soccer fan, even watching soccer. Of course, I wasn't, you know, the uh, uh, a uh, uh, what's it called, uh, a hockey fan per se. I think I once jokingly said it was soccer on ice, but then the more I've watched it, it's not, not even close. However, I've got to show you this one uh, highlight. In Do part you see shock is ready? Yes or no? What? Do you see shock is ready? Yes or no?
What are you talking about? Oh, oh, what's up, buddy? No, I mean, I know he's there. I didn't know you were ready. I didn't know if you were maybe like, you know, taking care of a sick one or one. Okay, well, fuck. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me, uh, check my phone. Shit, well, now, you know, I don't read texts and shit during the, I get notices and I'm like, stop, leave me alone. I'm, I'm working. Let me see. What, the, what is happening here? Ugh. 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 Uh, there you go. Look at that. Oh, that's badass. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do that then. Pivot. Pivot. I'm going to take my points back now. No. You lost them, Cece. I'm just kidding. Fucking with you, Cece. Thank you. Well done, Cece. Good job. Get your points back. But I do need to take a pee break. And then when we come back, Shock, I'll send you uh, the link when I'm done once I go pee-pee. Okay? And then I'll send you the link and you can connect up. And, and we'll have a gay old time. Where's my damn link at? Hold on. Okay. Uh, this Here we go. So this was the West Ham mm, ham. This was at a West Ham match. I don't even know what the fuck a West Ham is. What is a West Ham? I have no idea what a West Ham is. Uh, this, hold on. Do we have two separate videos? Now, there's no audio here, but that's okay. All right, you don't need audio. You just need to watch the video here that I'm going to show you and enjoy it. Now, this was at a, let me, let me set the scene here. This was at a West Ham, this is from Bro Bible, West Ham United, which, um, uh, I don't know who the fuck that is. And uh, it was a West Ham United game. I, I don't know if they were on the road or what the fuck was going on. But the fans, the hooligans, were actually trying to get into the stands uh, for the opposing team. Who, well, let me see who the opposing team was. Let me see the name here. Uh, West Ham United faced off against AZ Alkmaar in, uh, in a Europa Conference League match. This is so stupid. Um... It devolved into chaos when a group of hooligans, also known as Ultras, supporting the latter team, the AZ Alkmars, attempted to storm a section of the stadium occupied by the family and friends of their visiting English opponents from West Ham United. So keep that in mind, all right? These Ultras, these hooligans, these derelicts, where's Chewy at? Chewy's probably like, ah, oh, it's okay. No one died. They just beat up their family and kids. No one died. It's fine. Next. Just fucking with you, Chewy. I love you, buddy. So the hooligans tried to get into the stands. Now, video number one is of the players trying to rush this group of hooligans. Yes, the ultras equal stucks. So they're trying to go after them, and they're like, you guys are players. You can't do that. Uh, and that's that's going to be video number one. So check this out. 
And let's see. Uh, you might be able to see that. Let's see how far does that go up. Oh, no. I, I should. Yeah, let's see if we go. Here you go. So here's. Or not. Nope. That's not going to work. Okay. Let's try this again. There we go. All right. So this is. I wonder if I can. That just made it smaller. That's what she said. Stop it. You're an adult. Don't make those stupid ass jokes. That didn't work either. None of this makes it bigger. No chat. Okay. No, that's not going to work. All right. Let's go, just go back to normal. Here we go. All right. So you're watching this video. This is of the players trying to go take on the hooligans. You see that guy? That, that guy right there is a player. There's the mass of humanity in the back, right? But you see, like, there's a player right there trying to get to into this mob of ultras or assholes, okay? And, yeah, so they got some film of it. You can clearly see, like, right here at the beginning. See that that player right there? He goes, taking it. They're like, let me go. Let me go. I'm like, bro, if they're going after your family, you ain't got no choice. You got to go. You got to go help, right? So you can see more players down here. Not a ton of people doing much about it other than holding the players back from going to protect their family and friends. Most people watching don't give a shit. They think it's kind of funny. They're recording. But as the article so eloquently stated, but a hero emerged in the ruckus. This this man, this man's name was someone called Nolsey. And Nolsey, uh, a.k.a. Charles Knowles, is a 58-year-old West Ham diehard. And this next video is Nolsey holding off you see all these head these these dudes wearing black hoodies down here at the bottom of your screen that's all the ultras that's all the assholes <laughs> christmas Sam used to say who named him milo <laughs> busy b fucking milo nolsey uh so nolsey uh it it, it is literally holding back an entire mob so i want you to look top left corner you're going to see some old ass man come up and just start absolutely wrecking shop on this shit. Watch. So, so there you go. They're all trying to get up the stairs where there's nosy. Look at him. Look at that old ass man. Pop, pop. Get out of here, son. But and they, they can't get up there. Now they're too scared. Nosy out here just dealing single handedly. Like pop, get out of here, son. Pop, pop. Next. Go back to Nosey. Fuck these dudes. Here comes the riot squad. Nosey's still giving them the business over there. Look, you'll see uh, the, the best part is when they pan back. Now Nosey's got a kid by the shirt and he's trying to drag him up there to whoop his ass. And they're like, give us our hooligan back. He's like, no, I'm going to beat this kid. Pow! He just sucker kicked a kid right there. Did you see that? Watch, watch Nosey right there. Boom. So Nosey's the old man in the green uh, right there. You see him? That, that's Nosey. 
He's been holding his own, but now watch him. Watch him kick this one dude in the face. Pop! Get your shit out of here. And then uh, that, that dude, would they, they damn near pulled his pants off. They pull him down the stairs trying to, trying to get him back into the hooligans thing. But that was Nolsey by himself. And this was a photo taken of Nolsey. Uh, fighting everybody. Look at that shit. My guy, like all those dudes, and he's by himself. And there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine dudes in this photo that this man is basically at the top of the stairs, all these people behind him, and he's basically holding. I mean, this is literally some like action hero shit. You know what I mean? You know what this reminded me of when I watched the video? You know what that reminds me of? It's like, you ever been on your phone and then a video game ad pops up and it shows like one guy fighting zombies and he's got the gun and the zombies are just coming and you're just shooting and they, and they just kind of mowing them down over and over. Fucking Nosey's a zombie killer. It's like a video game. All them dudes at the bottom of them stairs and they did not get up those stairs and pass the old man. Because he whipped their asses. Now, sadly, uh, where did it go? This was so dope. Um, let me, hold on. <clears throat> I'm going to copy this uh, because I want to play this for you guys. This was Nolsey. Oh, shit. Hold on. Where'd it go? Nope. Don't do that. Don't fucking use so Ah, uh, show prep, Twitter, video downloader. There we go. All right. So then later, uh, after that, after that, uh-oh, this video might be private. Fucking really? Fucking fuck. Let me try again. Hold on. Go back. Nope. Not going to let me download. Son of a bitch. Uh, later, I'll just pop it over here. You won't be able to hear it. But they bring Nolsey. So all of these people, they're singing to Nolsey now. That's Nolsey right there with the swollen ass black eye. Like uh, Nolsey got his ass whooped that day. Look at his eye. 58. I'm 48. I would have been like, well, you can have him. I'm not. I don't think so. <laughs> You're not doing that to my eye. I'll flop around and cry like LeBron James. I don't give a shit. But that is, uh, that's Nolsey, and and all these people got together, and they're singing to Nolsey everywhere we go, Nolsey is massive. They're singing, Nolsey is massive everywhere we go, Nolsey is massive everywhere we go. And they're all just kind of thanking him for what he did to protect the families and the friends of the players that were in there. So much so. That uh, later, and this is according to the Daily Mail, he got a hero's welcome when West Ham faced off against Leeds in London on Sunday. And then the uh, outlet reported that West Ham officials reached out to Nolsey and offered him a ticket to the team's Europa Conference League finals against Fiorentina in Prague on June 7th. How fucking dope is that? A real life superhero. 
Uh, I dig that shit. You got to see the video of them singing. It's pretty badass. Uh, oh, that's a great point, Liebjock. Uh, hopefully none of those pussies tried to sue him, right? He's everything fucking where. <laughs> that is outstanding. Uh, man, but what a dope-ass story. I mean, literally. And they're all like, bro, you literally just protected the whole section of family and friends. Single-handedly. So badass. All right, here's the dealio. I need to pee. It's 4 o'clock on the dot. We have uh, one hour left in the show. Nosey went 58-1 and one in his fight career in one afternoon. <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, yeah, he got... Oh, Shelby! Oh, we got a Shelby signing up in here. We've had what a day. Sid came back. Josh, a.k.a. 713. Hooligan came back. Shelby is back. Shock's in the building. All my, all my OGs and regulars are here. And Flips and Madonnas and the Cease. Everybody. I just I can't name it, but look at us. Got a bunch of folks that I hadn't seen in forever popping in. What a fun day. What a day. What a day, I tell you. All right. I'm going to go pee. We're not doing the private hour. Uh, excuse me. We're going to. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to send Shockadopolis. The link to connect to the show and joining me on the program next, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, uh, the one, the only, you know him from such hit shows as Houston Game Day, uh, Food of Ages, Sports Riot, uh, and uh, a pretty damn good um, Twitter follow, especially for foodies and music buffs. Shakadopoulos, my old uh, Houston Game Day co-host, going to be joining me for the final hour of the show. Just going to kick it, hang out, talk about whatever. I don't know. I got nothing on the agenda. So, Shaka, you better have some shit to bring up. Just fucking, we'll figure it out. All right, I'm going to go pee. I'm going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Barry Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around after the break. Uh, more to come. And in fact, since it is the break and we're not doing the private hour, Maybe we'll uh, we'll sit on the corner and do some dope in the meantime. How about that? Does that sound good? Cool. I'll see you in a second. Don't go nowhere. Barry on deck. Back in a minute. Peace.
I got your bitch. Nope. Welcome back to hour number three of Barry O'Day. I'm your host, Barry Lemonek. Thank you guys for sticking around to the breakdown. If you didn't go have sex with yourself. Oh, you almost got it again. Not twice in a week, baby. Uh-uh. Marriage rules apply here. Once is enough. Hey, what's up, black sheep? <laughs> Yo, black sheep in the building. What's up, sheep? Good to see you, my friend. All right. Uh, coming up in just a second. Uh, hopefully, I have sent him the link and uh, joining me on the program very soon. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Mike Liebeshock is going to be here. And uh, better make sure that I spell his name right. I have it. I have. Oh, what's up? Jim Sports. Jim, thank you for the 69. Thank you for the 69 bits, Jim. Uh, let me see. I'm going to do it like his Twitter has it, which I think is the old school way. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Man, that's a lot of consonants back to back to back. L E B I S Z C Z A K. That's insane. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of Z's and C's right next to each other. Uh, I just have him in my phone as shock, so I'm like, I don't know how to spell the damn name. Uh, Asymmetric Risk is still here. Had a work meeting. Nice. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Liebeshock's about to join us. About to pop on. In the meantime, Jen, I'm going to go ahead. And uh, since you didn't text me, I don't think. I mean, I didn't really look, I guess. Uh, oh. Shock said no. I don't get it yet. Well, fuck. Let me, uh, let me try a different email. I sent it to the other one. Um, two. There, nope. See, that's your old. Shock, you have too many goddamn emails. There we go. Second try. There we go. Okay. I had sent it to your other Liba Shock Outlook. All right, we're getting it figured out. Hey, uh, while we're waiting on uh, Michael Levishock to join us uh, here on the program, in the meantime, let me tell you this. Uh, Mark says, I always miss the beginning of the show because we do a 2 p.m. team meeting at work. Yeah, that does suck. That sucks. Two-thirds of the devil's threesome. Yeah, baby. We just need uh, Westling to pop in. He's out gallivanting around the globe. Uh, just got back. Okay, so um, here's the deal. Shocking to join me for the rest of the show, four to five-ish. We'll shoot the shit, catch up. It'll be a good time, fun time. In the meantime, I did want to tell you that we used to, on the usual suspects back in the day, we would do something called the weight loss challenge to kind of get us all going and motivated and uh, kind of carried that over to here. Just because yeah, your boy was fat and other people were fat and we all wanted to lose weight. So we actually uh, have been doing a um, weight loss challenge here on Barry on Deck the last couple of years. And this year will be no different. We're bringing it back again. Last year, CC whipped ass and uh, lost a whole lot of weight. Got all dead sick. Uh, so we're going to be doing it again. And if I'm not mistaking, it'll happen in June. Uh, so coming up pretty quickly, you have until like mid next week, we'll probably start it on a Monday. So it'll actually begin that f- first Monday in June, which will be June 5th. 
and it'll run for th- four weeks, 30 days. I don't know, something like that. We'll have all the details ironed out. You'll be having plenty of information. Uh, and the way we normally do the weight loss challenge is you pay, uh, you put up a certain amount of money, and we don't make any money off of it. But if you don't lose, do what you're supposed to do, Chuck. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, like we have certain things, right? You have to weigh in every week. You have to get a certain amount of steps in or whatever. You lose a portion, not all of it, just just a portion for that week. Uh, so if you sign up and you do, you get your money back. Uh, and then, yeah, the the winner, the winner or winners keep the pool money that everybody donates because they're fat and lazy but had good intentions. So it always works out pretty well. I think Lisa, uh, CC made a grip last year doing it. So we'll have all the details to come. In the meantime, in the meantime, it is time. I mean, we've only been trying to make this happen for, oh, I don't know, 6, 8, 15 months now, something like that, you know. Um but uh, we're making it happen now, and I'm super excited. Joining me on the show right now, uh, a man who needs no introduction, but I'm required to give him one. State law, as Donnie Baker would say. Uh, Mike Liebeshock in the house. Shock! What's up, honey? What's up, man? Can you oh, hear you, me? Buddy. I can, can hear you, you hear great. Me? Yeah. Very good. This is weird. I'm used to seeing you in the uh, in the in the office with all the shenanigans and paraphernalia and memorabilia behind you this is a little bit different here yeah we moved um june of last year uh six nine nice uh so the ninth of june will be one year uh, that we got here and at the old rental place in katie it was actually the dining room that we never used so that became once we started doing food of ages and sports right and stuff like that that became the studio slash office for me but um yeah, so I'm just in my living room. I mean, there's there's shit back there. You can't really see it. <laughs> I see a little, uh, so a little something. Yeah. A little something. Shelby, thank you. For that. That was Holy shit. That is outstanding. But, uh, speaking of weight loss, I, I think in the last 15 months, I've lost 120. But uh, they were never consecutive. They were never consecutive, which is the problem. It was never. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, 12 up, 13 back, 10 uh, you know, so if I can, if I can be more consistent, I could have made that one twenty really count. And dude, <laughs> well, you look good though, bud. You, you really uh, do. You uh, are you staying active? I mean, I work. You know, I work in retail, which is just like hospitality. I'm getting fifteen thousand steps a day at work, and Jesus. whether I like it or not. Um, but it's good. I mean, you, you have four kids. You have dogs. I have a, a yard here in spring to take care of now, and then to. Um, you know, I'm keeping busy for sure, man. For do you sure. go for like, do you do the old man thing and go for a walk? Like I do. I have to, cause I don't get steps, bro. I literally, I go from the bed to the couch, to the bar. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. So no, I don't do the old man thing. I don't, I don't, I don't get out like that. I used to, when I lived in, in Katie, I did. I had just have not had time yet. Cause I'm still working in Richmond. So I'm still driving an hour plus God. both ways each day. So damn. So it's all good. How about you, man? Uh, man, just living the dream, you know, not having, years. To, not having to hold down a day job. So yet, yet, yeah. uh, you, know, you never know. You never yeah, know. You never know, man. You never There's know. Noise. noise keeps popping up. Um, yeah. Uh, Asymmetric wrist says Mike's looking good. Yeah, you are, dude. You look, you know what? You, you know what? It, it's you, a hair. You, no, you just have this refreshed. Um, like I just remember from us doing sports riot, 
and Food of Ages and some of the other stuff, uh, you had a uh, you, you 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 had a look about you, not disheveled, but of exhaustion, of of a man who's seen some shit. But now you just look like a spry dude. You look you look good. You do. What's I'm trying. Changed? What's different? I'm trying. Nothing, man. Nothing. It's, it's, it, it, it's nice to not be renting anymore. It's nice to have a place that's yours again. And uh, it's just been a good year, man. I'm not going to complain. Everyone yeah, has so ups and downs. I get it. And I don't think I've seen you, by the way, since October when I came over for the World Series. We watched, uh, yeah. watched one of the games over there. That was the last time I saw you. It was way back in October. So we're looking at, you know, we could have had a kid by now. No shit. Well, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to tell you like this, but after that night, well, you look um, good. Well, you know, you, the, you bounce the, back. The Phillies <laughs> fucked the Astros, and then we just kind of kept it going afterwards. And uh, ah, at the end of the day, um, <laughs> the right team won. We're yeah. having your. Ba- I'm having your baby. What? Yeah. 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 No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and it was cool to to be here in your chat. You know. Um, I wasn't going to make it. We kind of had a medical emergency that miraculously worked, worked itself out. And I'm like, well, if he, if he wants me to come on, I'll be available. If not, I, I totally get it. But to see, I pop in from time to time on your show when I have time. And I, I see a lot of names I'm not used to. But today, it's like uh, it's like a third-year class reunion. Everybody came back. Which is Dude, cool. it's crazy. And none of this was planned. I don't think that they knew you were going to be here. I didn't announce that you were going to be on we the didn't show. Know. So this was all just kind of spontaneous. You know, the yeah. universe and the Lord works in mysterious ways, I guess. But everybody's just kind of showing up. It's awesome, man. Everybody's uh, very complimentary of you, by the way, saying you look good and rested and happy. And holy shit, everybody's Sweet. throwing in bits. We got Shelby with a 1,000, Jared Taylor with a 100, Joe with a 100, Ivan with 500. Now we got a hype train going shop. I, uh, good on you. I, I, I hope you know the rules. You know, what they're doing is they're, uh, huh? They're, they're fattening you up to get odds on the weight loss challenge. The more they send you, the more Diet Coke and Taco Bell you uh, consume. And That's right. That's what it is. Uh, I think what it is is they, they want us to do a shot together. That's the rule on the show. If we get a hype train, I got to do a shot. And you're certainly my, not going to let me drink alone, are you, buddy? My house has a bar in it. I have to walk over go there and grab it. something. Go, 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 go. Hell yes. We're doing <laughs> Ivan, thank you for the 500 bits. Asymmetrical risk. Thank you for the 500 bits. Truck driver, pussy. Oh, shit. Thank you for the 69. Oh, Mimi. Thank you for the 100 bits. Oh, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much. Unbelievable. Level 2 hype train already. Uh, So don't call me a pussy, okay? Don't use that word. It's vulgar. I see fruit on the label. <laughs> There's fruit on the label. Come on, man. No, come on. That's fine. That's fine. No, this is literally... So I have no whiskey left. I Oh, you know what? I just remembered. I got... Oh, I got a, a little uh, baby fireball in the other room. Now you hang on and I'll be right back. I, I wouldn't this, have it any other right. way. I'm not shooting no punk-ass Bacardi and Lime with my boy. Like, I mean, this is what I've been shooting. This this handle of Bacardi and lime, uh, but no, nah, I'm gonna get a real man shot for this. Go, I'm gonna be go, right I got back. you. Ivan, thank okay. you for the 500 bits. <laughs> Amy, thank you for 
Minnesota, 180 to 180. Anyway, hope you guys are uh, all doing okay as Barry goes and gets fireball like uh, the fraternity girl that he is, a sorority girl. I wouldn't have it any other way uh, than for me to be drinking real booze and him to be doing fireball like he's a freshman uh, at UH living on campus or something like that. No, uh, fireball, bootleg, gas station, fireball, same thing. Uh, You know, I, I would only be less disappointed if he was doing butterscotch schnapps or something like that. Hey, buddy. What's up, man? I heard that. <laughs> no, I, I, what, I tell you what, what I did not say. <laughs> what I did not say was that I, uh, Barry's going to go get his fireball like the sorority girl that he is, you know, freshman at UH. Hey, I got fireball, guys. I got fireball, guys. I hate you. Oh, look at Shelby. I missed you. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Thanks for. I've, I've been here the whole time. Jared Taylor, thank you for the two hundred bits. I have my sorority fireball, but at least it's whiskey, okay, and not and not stupid ass Bacardi line. This is literally a cheat code for doing shots. Although, is that normal? Uh, the other night I did the other day Monday I did shots with my mom on the show, and it was her birthday on Saturday, but I was in Tulsa, so I was unable to do uh, celebrate. So we just ended up doing like four shots within like, I don't know, 30 minutes. Uh, got How'd she do? Drunk. Well, she got shit faced. She messaged me later. She's like, I got ho- I gotta make a hoe dinner or something. I was like, what the fuck? What? You're making a hoe dinner? What is that? So yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I'm not going to get drunk because I got yard work to do. But I'm definitely, I got mine. You got yours, Shagadopoulos. Dude, it's so good to have you back. Uh, cheers to you. God damn, you're going to let me make the toast. <laughs> Just getting the getting the you just getting it uh, lubed up. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh you know what? I would say I don't get to see you, but that's not true because I get to see you every day in the show's intro where you and I are drinking, and now it's just like old times, can, buddy. I'm can I you. tell you? Can I tell I'm, you how much I love that? <laughs> Do you really? I, I'm serious. I, I see the intro, and I'm I always think to myself, is this the day that he changed it and? And updated it and put something, you know, someone more relevant and germane to today's society. And there I am. Never that. You know? uh, nope. I'm just, I'm stuck with you. Uh, but cheers, man. I, I appreciate you being here, dude. Cheers to you. All right, here we go. I felt weird. It was like, uh, I don't know. That's so good, though. That's so dangerous. Smooth. Like. <laughs> Smooth. 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 Um, So, what did I say? Barry, you've had yard work to do since before you were up here. Well, that's true. Uh, Go shut up. Same. Same. Um, No, we're not doing lawn talk. We're we're definitely not doing lawn talk. Hey, uh, hype train level two achieved, Shelby. Thank you for the thousand. (laughs) Oh, my God, Shelby. Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Shock, you see what you do? You bring them all out. So what the hell's been going on in Shock's world? Uh, the kids, the family, sports, non-sports. What's going on? Tell I tell me. you, I, I wish I could be into the NHL stuff a little bit more. Um, with did my you grow time, up a hockey I, fan? I, I did. Um, I grew up in Capitals country, but my family is all Flyers people. But um, mm. when I was a kid, the, the nature of my mom's job, she worked for the company that ultimately became 7-Eleven. She was in there 
real estate department. And she would come home with tickets for Bullets games and Caps games. And that's how I got to game two of the World Series was she got free tickets at work. And so we went to see the Caps. Wait a minute. And we went, Who let yeah. those slide, though? Did she get, like, first dibs on all that? Because, like, you know, there's always, like, a, like a pecking order yeah. or something like that. Do you want them? No, her, give them to Cheryl. or You know what I mean? Her, like, Yeah. Her, no, she, her boss. Her boss was the uh, – shit, hold on. Her boss was, like, the uh, VP of real estate. Like, they were in charge uh, of going out and buying the plots where they put new 7-Elevens and, and shit like that. So we got – Free ducats to game two of the 83 series, O's and Phil's. And we got tickets uh, to the Jackson's victory tour. That might be the, the bigger, the bigger flex. <laughs> You're like, never, mind, never mind the World Series where both teams that I grew up rooting for were playing yeah. in. Oh, there was turmoil regarding that too. But um, but yeah, we got to uh, see the victory tour on the South, the Southland Corporation's dime, which was phenomenal. Were they 18, good seats, or were they like eighty-three? I mean, it's a it's a football stadium. It was at RFK where the Skins used to play, uh, and there wasn't a bad seat at the opening act. And you old heads will remember this. Wait, the opening you act was old, a, uh, years opening old act was me? a juggler. The opening act was a juggler. What? Um, Don King was the promoter. Uh, for the Jackson's victory tour. And he went on the cheap and got a guy who juggled and everything he juggled glowed in the dark. <laughs> so imagine being at, uh, being at a, at a Texans game on one in one end zone, the guy juggling is in the other end zone. And all you see are like four or five random things flying around, but you can't see him. <laughs> You know? Dude, that is hilarious. And you just got to love Don King. Like, all right, uh, who are we getting to open? Cool in the gang? Nah. Uh, nah. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what about like Michael's version of Morris Day in the time? What, what, who would that be? Could we do that? No. no. Uh, you know, Michael's done a lot of uh, songs with other people. Maybe we get to, maybe we get to, uh, what is that? What was the one I always feel like somebody's watching me? Was that Orange Juice Jones? Rockwell. Rockwell. Oh, was that Rockwell? Yeah. That maybe was Barry Rockwell Gordy's was kid. Open. That was Barry Gordy's son. That's the only reason that. that got made. Yeah, yeah. And I that day, that. that day in the in the nation's capital, there were rumors rampant that Mick Jagger was going to show up and do State of Shock with him, which he didn't. But he oh. had the whole city kind of, yeah, you know, a-holes That's Don King just started that shit. By the way, I just heard about Tina Turner. And then Super they show Point. up with a jugular. A jugger, a jugular. A jugular. <laughs> a jugular. Shut up. Yeah, dude, I didn't even hear about T- uh, Tina Turner until I went on airs. And Clarence showed up to the show. And he was like, how come I don't hear Proud Mary? I was like, that's so random. You're a weirdo. And then I like, I was a total dick to him. Had no idea that Tina Turner had passed. Uh, were, you a, were you a Tina Turner fan? I was. 83 is a good run, by the way. I hate when they... You hear someone announce, uh, so-and-so died at 83, a life cut short. I'm like, no, 83 is, <laughs> 83 is it's about 30, right. 32 more years than I am right now, and mm-hmm. I'm having trouble envisioning that right now. I'm like, uh, but no, I was, um, I think the first time I ever heard her was, she was in the movie adaptation of uh, The Who's Tommy, and she was the acid queen, and that was the first time I'd ever laid eyes on her, and I was mesmerized. This that is when I was probably acid 10. queen. Look it up on YouTube, Tina Turner, the Acid Queen. It will blow you away. But um, no, I, but I was more old. Um, uh, River Deep, Mountain High, uh, Nutbush, City Limits, stuff she did with Ike, more gotcha. so than I was with the, the comeback. You know, 
Yeah, I was I was saying that to the chat. That was like, you know, I the I first learned of Tina when What's Love Got to Do with It and the Private Dancer and all that shit dropped, and it was like, eh, that was I was a kid at the time, so those songs didn't mean much to me. You know what I mean? I didn't. Yeah. They were popular at the time, but I just didn't give a shit about those songs or her music. Um, mm-hmm. But then as I got older, once I got into high school and I started, I found hip hop and then I learned about sampling and I learned that, man, most of the, the, the hip hop music that I loved was actually just a derivative, was actually just a uh, a sample of old school R&B, <clears throat> Motown, Stax and whatnot, Philly Soul that was like, oh, yep. so then I started to listen to all these old songs, and that's when I found Ike and Tina. And, yep. Yeah. Then especially, I appreciated her career. Oh, yeah. And especially your Daisy Age guys like uh, De La and, and Tribe mm-hmm. Called Quest and mm-hmm. Dream Warriors. They used to sample a lot of that old stuff. But I think my favorite uh, Tina Turner moment was when she was, I think, performing with Beyonce on the Grammys, and she nearly drove her spiked heel through Beyonce's foot because they were dancing too close together. and <laughs> The people that were watching caught it as uh, Beyonce nearly died that night. <laughs> she nearly lost a foot. She nearly, oh, dude, it's out there. She, They were doing that little shimmy back and forth, and she picked that foot up, and B got too too close, and it nearly went through the top of her foot. Damn. Yeah. Bringing uh, all the now, good news to you guys. I, and I also said this about, about um, her and Ike Turner. It's kind of sad, actually, that... I mean, it became a punchline. No pun intended, oh, yeah. by the way. Uh, but it was like you know that was the they were the literally the poster child or poster children for spousal abuse for domestic violence. You know what I mean? People, it, it became a joke in um, in comedy and in rap music. I mean, in song and pop culture, if you referenced uh, you know smacking your wife around trying to be funny. It, it involved Ike and Tina, and that's got to be like a, a difficult thing to have to deal with as her. I mean, Ike, you know, you kind of made your bed, you lie in it, but the, just to be the butt of a joke when you went through that, it's got to be a pretty shitty existence, I would think. I, I And I've certainly never heard about it until that movie came out or when Private Dancer came back and came out and there was the big comeback, and that's when all that stuff really came out. And we'd known about... Glenn Campbell and Tanya Tucker for years. Uh, then George Jones and Tammy Wynette have a similar, Did they? maybe more more alcohol fueled relationship. Yeah, I thought I had used to hear that stuff, but yeah, that was the one that became. You know, I don't know if it was Mad TV or one of those sketch TV shows that did a thing with Ike where the punchline was, you know, sometimes you got to throw a bitch out the window, and that's mm. what that was the recurring punchline. Could you imagine that being made now? Ain't no fucking way. Nobody's making that shit. They'd be like, oh, you're just going to make fun of domestic violence? Like, no. No, you can't. Oh, God. Uh, There was a song, um, Exhibit, a song called X, and and one of the lines was, I beat the odds like Ike beat Tina. Just like, oh, God. Like, that's just, I just remember that because I was like, wow, that's a cold-blooded line. What's and his name really, again? Huh? What's his name again that did it? Exhibit. Never heard of him. Really? Yeah. He did uh, Pimp My Ride. Oh, like in the 90s or early aughts yeah, or whatever? you don't remember Pimp My no. Ride when it was like, that was back when MTV was doing like, I mean, obviously MTV the show. hasn't done music in forever. But yeah, it was like the reality shows. They had Cribs 
and they had uh, the real world. I do remember Pimp My Ride. And then they had Pimp My Ride, and that was Exhibit that did uh, Pimp My Ride. And uh, he had one massively, well, I should say, he had more songs, but my favorite song of Exhibit was that song X, and it's just that's what it was called. Uh, But yeah, had the line. I beat the odds like Ike beat Tina. I was like, God, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll trust you. I'll trust you on that. I'm not going to. It's actually a pretty good song. Up. The beat is amazing. It's done by Dr. Dre, so of course the beat is mm-hmm. cool. Um, cool. You know what? I, I I feel like talking music is right in your wheelhouse because you are a lot of people. No, we don't have to. May know this or may not know this, but you're quite the audiophile, right? I mean, you. That's that, other than your wife and kids, your one love in life is music. Is that is that a fair statement? Obviously, family excluded. It's your the easiest love? thing. It's the easiest thing, and and um, it went back and forth between that and and sports. And and when I first got into radio back in the late eighties, early nineties, it was I was a as a DJ uh, first at a college rock station, then at a a jazz station doing overnights where I was getting the calls from 3 a.m., 4 a.m. from all the freaks in Baltimore City, which was great fun. And then I got out for a couple decades, 95, 97.5 brings me back in, and it's sports talk. And I used to have that kind of discussion, you know, which is better because, you know, music's always there. It can be like wallpaper sometimes. Sports is history. Maybe you're, you're having singular moments. But through lockdown, man, when there was no sports going on and I wasn't in radio anymore and this is before we started doing sports riot which I think we all agreed was more sports adjacent than sports talk I mean we got around to it even on Houston game day we got around to it occasionally um but well, about Houston game days we'd look up and go fuck we didn't do any oh, yeah. NFL preview <laughs> no no I, I, I've always said that we'd get to that last segment of doing picks and we're like oh well you know Curtis Martin needs 200 yards to reach 9,000 and I'm like been cool if we'd have talked about that sometime during the 10 o'clock hour, you know, but, but, um, and I'm not a musician. I don't play anything. I just grew up in a house where it was always going on and it's just, you know, what's that one thing in life that kind of feeds you a little bit, a little food of age is not right there, but it's stuff that's easy to share. And there's a thrill to, for me to sharing a new band and a new song to someone who's never heard of them, or, or especially if I come across someone who's up and coming, maybe it's their debut track with an unknown label. I put it out on my Instagram and I'll get people that follow me there that, you know, all oh, of a sudden are fans of theirs. So that's kind of a thrill. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool to do. Dude. Uh, you're, 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 you have a very eclectic, uh, taste in music. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's a, it's a, the, the, the best phrase here it's a wide range of music that you like well you know what i mean like you're not you're not pigeonholed in into one particular genre um if you're looking for good music recommendations and something that you haven't heard of you gotta follow Mm -hmm. shock now joe pro even said i could music dork with liba shock for hours joe pro's a we've done that former musician oh i know that uh yeah, absolutely. Uh former musician that used to uh used to perform live all the time. So uh yeah, I dude, I love you know what growing up, did you ever want to be in a band? Did you ever want to play music? No. Um really? As much I as you never, love it, you never wanted to do it. Yeah. I, I have a an older cousin. I think everyone's got in their family. I hope uh, if you've got a big family like I do, that uh, it's usually a cousin that you kind of 
is your role model in some ways. And my cousin, John, who, who uh, is, he turned 60 actually uh, a couple months back. He was a DJ at a little tiny station outside of Lebanon, Pennsylvania, where my mom is from. And it was called W uh, VLV, the voice of Lebanon Valley. And he got a job. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he got a job there as a weekend DJ and, uh, making dollars an hour. And this was before my first paying job, which was a roller rink DJ. Nice. And, uh, we'll talk about that backwards. in a minute. <laughs> All single skaters to the center of the ring. Exactly. And, uh, he just took me up there, uh, one weekend and it was totally free form. He could play whatever he wanted. And he put me on the air for like a hot second. I think I was nine years old. And in that moment, between that and worshiping Dr. Johnny Fever, I knew at nine years old what I wanted to do. No shit. Yeah. But by the time I got to college and I'm a sophomore, and then you're realizing for the first time there's 80 of you for every one job out there. And you kind of <laughs> got to know someone to even get an interview. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. So, yeah. But um, it's in, in, in this day and age, there's different ways to do it. I've tried my hand at AMP. I don't really care for it. So I'll stick to doing what I do. And when I come across something, I'll share it. And if people dig it, great. You know, I'm just trying to help the little guy out. Now, are you a uh, vinyl purist? Not anymore. I can't afford it, honestly. Um, Is vinyl I'm, expensive? I haven't tried to buy a record. Oh, yeah. When it, when it came back... And I'm sorry for the musical nerddom. If you guys were tuning in for something else, my apologies. Bro, but this is a it's a good it's a good bro, question. When I was us. a kid, we're, we we talk. Yeah. You know, come on. This is us. when I was a when I was a kid, and I don't know if you had a similar thing here. We had a we had a chain of record stores in in the DMV called Kent Mill Records, and it was five ninety nine an LP, ten ninety nine for a double, which almost never happened back then. I think the wall. We had was the uh, first. we had the uh, what was it? Oh fuck. The, what was that CD CD warehouse or CD club that you'd fucking order? Columbia 12? House? Yes, Columbia House. Yeah, they're still oh, after man. my ass. They're like, you owe us two CDs. I'm like, bitch, yeah. I ain't got the money. I just there was Columbia the House. One. Yeah, Columbia House and then BMG Music. Did came you ever up order from there? Was... Did you ever like steal yeah, your parents' I... credit card and fill that shit out? Oh, I totally. No, did. you know what it was? This was totally this is, had to be like it had to be like eighty or eighty one. And I came across the circular in it in the Sunday paper and I showed it to my dad. I said, dad, we can get 13 albums for a penny. And he's like, and then you got to buy one in the next year and then you're out. And he let me pick out half of them. He picked out the other half and then he let me, and this has got, and y'all might remember this actually scotch taped a penny to the little return postcard and mailed it back. God. Yes. and months later, they came in the mail, and and those were the first LPs that I ever got. Yeah. You know, it was Electric Light Orchestra and oh, Yellow, nice, whatever else. Yeah, and um, Do you, so was that but, your first ever album? What was your? I'm gonna I'm gonna take us down three different rabbit holes. What was your first ever album or record or whatever? I mean, it's called first. That's what always confused yeah. me is it's an album made of multiple records. They called a song mm-hmm. a record, which is weird. But what was your first so, like album or or whatever? The first one I bought with my own money that wasn't a Columbia House penny record. Um, Men at Works, business as usual, probably eighty two. Nice. And I bought three singles: Prince's nineteen ninety nine. Joe Jackson stepping out in the human leagues. Keep feeling fascination. Three for five ninety nine. 
I did dude, that stepping out was stepping out was still is, dude. God, that was I know. I, that was the record where I learned at ten that mm-hmm. girls loved music, and if you played the right music, girls would talk to you. That's no shit, you were like, oh shit, this is a panty dropper right here. Yep. Okay, so, your, so that was your first albums. Now, yeah. um, back to back to your love of music, but not playing it. So you you ordered sure. the music. Mm-hmm. But you never, you never wanted to be in a band. You never wanted mm-hmm. to play music. No, no. That Not even in for... school, like you didn't try to join the band or none of that. Nope. They would have handed me the triangle. I, I swear <laughs> to God, that would have been it. Um, we played the recorder like everyone else. We learned yeah. country roads. We learned hot cross buns, and I'm like, this sucks. And I didn't care for it. It was. I liked listening to it, but I didn't care for it as a wow. as a player. No. My first, I'm trying to remember what my first album or record or whatever, I guess first album was, um, I feel like it was a kiss. No, I, I take that back. Queen. Another one bites the dust, whatever that one, whatever that was on there. Uh, that was the first one I ever owned or bought or whatever. Um, I would steal my mom's info and shit and send off for those. 13 CD or 13 tapes or whatever for a dollar or a penny and, and then never buy them. And I'm pretty sure I'm wanted in like seven States because of it. But, uh, yeah, I would get all the tapes and just be like, fuck that mom. We need to move. She'd be like, why? I'd be like, don't worry about it. We just need to move. Um, a collection, a collection on your credit from like 1987 for yeah, 13 (laughs) 99. Yeah. I gotta go back and look. You know, what's weird dude As I love, I, I don't know. I've always, loved music I, just a, a passion for music yeah. and um i i what's up sports hub i wanted to i didn't want to be a musician until i found hip-hop and when i found hip-hop i was so fascinated with how they would sample music and then you know remake it and then kind of make it this uh, updated version and that made me really want to be a producer. That made me want to make music. So I would make beats and shit and, and all. I wanted to be a, I didn't know how, I never learned how to play an instrument. I never learned how to play the piano. I didn't know fucking chords. I would just play by ear. And I knew what sounded right and what didn't sound right. And so if it didn't sound right, I didn't play that. And then all these years later, I look back and go, oh, well, fuck. I, I, you know, musically, I knew what notes to to play or not play just by the way they sounded but man i always wanted to be a a, a, a hip-hop producer i have had a a secret goal other than opening like an irish tavern is to open my own production studio to let oh, like shit. local acts or up-and-comers high school kids i don't give a shit who but if they Wanted to come and cut a record. We'd have the means to do it. And I always thought that would be kind of a cool thing to do. Not so much on a label, but to be the place where it happens, you know, to be the place where that kind of stuff gets put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was it? Um, it wasn't Rev. One of our old buddies from, from game day brought me a record player uh, maybe a year and a half ago. And I cannot remember who this is. Um, and he said that, he texts me first. He's like, hey, I have a record player with a story behind it. Do you want it? I'd rather give it to you than than get it thrown out. And apparently it was from Sugar Hill Records, the old studio here in Houston. What? 
And this particular record player, and if you're in the chat, please hold me accountable for forgetting your name because uh, I have the spins right now. But um, this one, was the one record. Shot. This was the two. I had two. Um, This was the record player that they tested the acetates on. So what that means is when when they press the record for the first time, before they make a hundred thousand in Adele's case, yeah, they would press one, put it on this record player, listen the whole thing back, and that's how they knew if it was sequenced right, whatever the process is. And I have it in my garage. It doesn't work. I need to get it fixed. But it's that stuff. I find super cool. That's amazing. That's that's like a that's something you hang on to. Holy shit. Assuming he was telling the truth. That's I, that's a it's a very cool thing to have. It's a very yeah, cool thing shit to have. Like a fucking garage sale. Dude, I are you so so you said you're not into albums. You know a uh, mutual friend of ours, Raheel. Mm-hmm. I talked to him once uh during the uh oh hell no, I ain't got nothing else to shoot. That was just for me. I love albums, by the way. I'm just not. I'll, I'll buy my jazz on on vinyl, but I won't. Yeah. Um, I, don't I was talking have to, to Raheel. I don't remember how long ago it was. It was. I don't know if it was during the pandemic or after. And I want to say I had him on the show when we were discussing it, discussing it. But he said that he was really into vinyl and new mm-hmm. artists. And what he loved to do, he was trying to listen to a new, uh, like, you know, album or vinyl album every week. And he would just find different shit. And what he would do is he would listen to the album on CD or digitally. And then he would do it again on the on the vinyl in the same room, on the same speakers, in the same setup. Just, right. to, just to phonically hear the difference. I was like, bro, you're really into this. He's like, oh, man. He's like, that's my, that's one of my happy spots is I just, I just put the album on the vinyl and no one comes in my office. I just, they just leave me alone. I just sit on the floor and I just listen to the music. I was like, man, I can't do that. Like my ADHD would be like, I gotta go fucking do something. Like I can't, I I wish, I wish I could. Getting back to the beginning of this, uh, where they were five ninety nine when I was a kid, they're twenty four ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine now. Oh and the and it's strange. And anyone else who's a, who collects records will know this. The new way that they press them is in such a way to make the sound so definitive and clear that what formerly was a single album is now a double because I think they have to make the grooves wider. I don't understand the technology really, but if you had bought thriller in 1983 it was a single album if you bought it now it's a double and they'll charge you twice as much so but like um i I went with yeah i went with the boys to see the cure a couple weeks ago at toyota center which was made my year by the way wow and i instantly thought i used to have all their stuff i sold a lot of it um for various reasons and now i want to collect it all again but I'd definitely go on CD versus vinyl because there's so much in their production. I want that digital, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, so. my God. I used to love uh, The Cure. There, I went through my um, – nowadays we would call it emo. Back in the day, we called it like New Wave. That was what it was called. Yeah. Um, but it was like um, The Cure, uh, Depeche Mode, which was, you know – they were a little more commercial pop than than the cure, for example, but like Yeah. God, yeah, she like that, dude. 
Um, I used to love that. Wax Tracks? Oh, I was a huge Wax Tracks guy. Do you remember Wax Tracks? Was, was that a record store here or a show no, or something? No, Wax Tracks was, was a record label out of Chicago. And they, hmm. used, they had acts like um, uh, The Misfits. Uh, was it The Misfits? Um, ministry. I'm sorry, not The Misfits. Ministry. Uh, do you remember Ministry with like Al, Al I do. Jurgensen and Halloween, the song Halloween? Uh, I think the cult was on Wax Tracks. Um, hmm. Dude, they just had so many bangers back in the day. Insane. That's all the vinyl I bought. We had a record uh, store here in Houston called uh, The Record Rack. It was over off okay. Shepherd, and the same guy that owned that owned Numbers, which is a historic okay. club uh, here in Houston. They actually made a whole documentary about it. But, dude, I, me and my buddy Patrick Reynolds, we'd go down to a record rack and just sit there and fucking buy all the wax track shit up. And that's when I fell in love with a group called Meat Beat Manifesto, which, mm-hmm. not the greatest name in the world, but fuck, that dude was talented. That Those those guys were talented. But, yeah, dude, wax tracks was my shit. Was um, that not also... Uh- Revolting Cox, I think we're also. Revolting Cox was uh, was um, Jack Danger from Meet Me Manifesto and uh, Al Jurgensen from Ministry and yeah, yeah, oh yeah. See you 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 picking up what I'm putting down here. Um, but I, you know what, man, I, I my love of music and and I was so glad I found hip hop because really and truly I had only listened to basic shit before I found hip hop yeah. and what hip hop made me do is listen to all kinds of music. I started listening to old school shit. I started listening to everything. And that's when I knew I loved music, man. Once you start listening to find old random shit, I can listen to Smokey Robinson's Tears of a Clown and just fucking love it. I'm 17. And I'm jamming to Tears of a Clown in my fucking room. That's weird. My 13-year-old daughter, um, Sydney, um, Tracks of My Tears by uh, Smoking the Miracles is her number one. No That's shit, her all time. Absolutely, we'll be. Dri- I'll, I'll be driving her to volleyball practice uh, in the morning, and we'll get in the car. And, and she just got her first phone, so I'm like, "Hey, you here's the ox," and she inevitably will go to Tracks of My Tears or an old Springsteen track or, or something not current. And that's her go-to, you know, to kind of get ready for practice. I, I don't know that tracks in my tears is how I would get amped for volleyball, but <laughs> to, to to each their own, you know. Someone else said cruising. Oh man, I'm telling you, dude. Um, I, you know, I too, man. I first originally kind of fell in love with Motown because I found James Brown uh, because of the sampling that took place in hip hop, and then my stepdad at the time when I was in high school was a musician. And he had a mm-hmm. bunch of old records in Motown and shit like that. And he let me, I was like, Motown's greatest hits. And that's when I found Marvin Gaye. It was over after that. That's your I guy. found Marvin Gaye. I was like, oh, Marvin's that's... your guy. Yeah. But then I found Memphis, uh, Memphis record label called Stax. Yep. Stax Volt. God. Yeah. So just, it just goes on and on and on, dude. I love all that old shit, man. I just love yeah, it. Man. And I'll, I'll still drive around and just listen, like, especially driving to fucking Wichita or some shit like that, man. I'll just, I have a play, you know, I'll pull up an old soul playlist and just listen to that shit all the way up. <laughs> Love it to death, man. So, so you don't watch hockey anymore. Let's talk sports for a second. You don't watch just, hockey just, anymore. Yeah, just not this year. I, I didn't get into it as much. Uh, I With my limited time, I kind of watch more of the NBA. Um, I have been all over MLB, and I heard you say earlier, it's dog days of baseball, so it's just not your time. But uh, I feel like with the... Uh, 
with the O's. I got to catch it while it's hot. Mm. Um, the opposite of kind of how you might feel about the Astros right now. They are stumbling a little bit, but it isn't June yet. And I'm looking at the Orioles thinking they are playing balls to the wall, but it's not June yet. There's like, <laughs> you've got all this time and we, hell, we could be 30 games under by, by September. You just, you just never know. But You're so conditioned um, uh, to yeah. expect oh, the man. worst. But you, I mean, I, I think you're a starting pitcher away, and and you guys are going to be fine. You yeah, fine. you know what? There, it's it's not even the pitching that worries me. If you go to ESPN and you go to the Astros homepage and you look, they rank up there in MLB or at least in the American League. I think in MLB, one, two, or three in a lot of the pitching categories. Their their pitching is fine. Yeah. It's it's just that their bats have not got hot, but they're missing a lot of guys. But talk a minute about the the Orioles because that's been kind of the surprise. I think it's funny that you still don't believe in them. I didn't believe in them last year. I thought, do it again next year, and I'll start to believe. And you know what? They're doing it again this year. It's not a matter of uh, belief in in the players on the field, because I watch Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson and Cedric Mullins, who's a revelation for the third year in a row. Dude's real. He's the real deal. Um, The same pitchers who came into Minute Maid Park last last year and shut the Astros down for three games are doing the same thing this year across the league. But what I have zero faith in is this ownership that when we get to the trade deadline and they do need an ace or at least a 1B, and they probably do need one more stick. I mean, you look at their stats, they're mid. They're in the middle of everything. They're like 15th, 16th in pitching and hitting in defense. Their bullpen is unseemly their their eighth and ninth inning guys are ridiculous maybe the best in baseball right now but i do not trust the angelos brothers or peter whoever is running it to go out and spend the money to make a deal i just don't we as a fan base we feel about adley rutschman right now the way we felt about manny machado three or four years ago where wow. we just feel like he's gonna leave in three or four years they're not gonna spend that the money sucks. on their catcher the way you're seeing other teams lock up their young guys you know and you know look at wander franco he's been he's been locked up for two years now and he's fine and all that's a lot of money for a first-year guy um it's hard to imagine the Orioles doing that with with Ali Rutschman or Gunner or whoever else comes up behind them. Do they use the excuse of being a small to mid-sized market? Is that is that why they don't spend money, or is it just a cheap owner who's like, well, we make enough where it's profitable, so I don't give a shit. They've, I think they've kind of skirted around that whole narrative altogether. At the end of last year, Mike Elias, the GM, who used to be here, of course, talked about its liftoff time after that season. I don't know if he didn't talk to ownership, but the anticipation and the expectation was they would sign guys this last off season. Uh, Adam Frazier was the biggest signing that they made as, as great as he's been for them this year, he was the biggest signing. And so now they've kind of walked it back to saying, well, you know, we didn't expect to win last year. That's why we didn't make any moves. We're going to go with the same core next year. And, and we expect them to grow. You know, if they were this good in 2022, they'll be this much better in 2023. And so far, they were well, second best record behind the Rays, which is fine. But the Yankees are getting their shit together. The Red Sox don't suddenly look as horrible. They just swept the Blue Jays in Toronto, but they'll be they'll be better. Um, it's a stacked division. I mean, that's a difference between the Astros this year and, and last. I think is that your division is a lot better than it's been, you know, mm-hmm. team for team. It feels Seattle's better. Oakland. The Rangers are much better. Yeah, Do you know Oakland, Oakland has Oakland's scored more runs dogs. than the Padres right now? 
You know Oakland has scored more runs than the Padres, I it's, think. They've won 10 games. Is that true? Through, through, through two days ago, they had scored like two more runs than the Padres had. Wow. And as and bad as they are, they won like 10 games or some bullshit like yeah. that. Well, when you're trying out in history. Yeah, but when you're trying out Soto and Bogarts and Manny and Tatis and Cronenworth, I mean that the the lineup goes on and on. How are they not That's ridiculous. putting runs on the board? Yeah. And they'll find their way, but will the Dodgers get out in front enough that it won't matter? Yeah. They'll, you know, they, can, they can run away with that division. You think all three yeah. wild cards come out of the AL East? It, it's looking like it. It's certainly looking like it. If the Yankees pitch enough, I think they're going to hit. They'll. I mean, that's the story with New York every year. And when when baseball writers pencil them in, they they lean on Judge. And I'm okay. Well, you'll get 100 games out of Stanton. Like, uh-huh. and he's hurt again. Predictably, he's like the Steven Strasburg of position <laughs> players. Um, but they they just never have four starters get him through the postseason i think and unless they make a big move and they probably will because they they're not afraid to spend oh. they'll get there they'll be fine too but i mean i'd love to see one come out of the west i'd love to see anaheim or, or anaheim uh the angels finally with trout and show and otani get over the hump once and get into the postseason i think yeah that'd be cool I, I probably shouldn't but i really want mike trout to get some some postseason action like he's just too good yeah. I'd be a hater if I said, ah, fuck him, I don't care. Like, I don't want him to win the division. I'm, I'm still an Astros fan. But, yeah, I'd love for Mike Trout to get some postseason run and just get that opportunity because if you love baseball, you got to love Mike Trout. I mean, that's just, that's that's how, just to me, that's got to yeah. go hand in hand. You know what I mean? That's how I, that's how I feel about Jimmy Butler right now in, in the NBA segue. Yeah, amen, is, amen. Is um, – as soon as I saw the last four, and I was really hoping he'd get a chance to go against Philly before Philly folded like a bunch of fucking lawn chairs and and licked the stamp that he's the only true leader maybe left of the three teams. I mean, Jokic is a stud, but is he a leader? Jason Tatum is the golden boy. He's got the best edge up game for game in, in, in the NBA, best beard and hair combo of anyone in the NBA. But do you see him willing his team over a series? Like, can you see, can you see him doing what Paul Pierce would have done years ago, and and Garnett willing those guys to come back from four? Jimmy Butler is the only one with a lot, of, so much dog in him that I think he could probably pull. It LeBron, I, I think, think LeBron win. is that guy, but he's just too old now. You know what I mean? If oh, yeah. LeBron was Jimmy Butler's age, then LeBron's yeah. that guy, and you saw it first half of Game Four. LeBron was everything. It was the old LeBron. Yeah. I mean, it was holy shit. But then he's just 38, and he, and you get gassed, and he had nothing left in the tank for the second half. So, um, but you're right. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is that guy. He's that he's he's that much of a dog where he's like, Mm-mm, I am not letting this team fuck this up. You know what I mean? I want him to win so bad. I can uh, taste I it. Too, I, I want to see him get that ring. I mean, but I just I don't know if they're beating Denver, bro. I feel like we're on. A, we, it's safe to say it's a it's a Miami Denver Finals series. Man, how do you stop Jokic? And if Jamal Murray continues to play like he's playing, it's just you know Denver's deep. They've got they've got depth. They've got role players that understand what their job is. And you know, I just I don't know how you beat Denver. That's the I love problem. Kyle Lowry. I love Kyle Lowry and the fact that he's been there already. Um, Lowry and Bam Adebayo, who who owns Jason Tatum, 
uh, in my opinion. He, he owns him. And I think they have enough. I, I, I think it would be, you know what? No one thought Mavericks had enough to take down the Lakers, the, the Heat, the first year. And it basically was true. Was Dirk. Was Dirk and Sean Marion, and that was it. And Marion was already busted at that time. And yeah. they, they found a way to get it done. So who knows? Man. That's why they play the games, Barry Lamont. That's right. That's oh, I got a cliche out of you. I'm happy. Hey, Jackson Q556, if that is your real name. Thanks for the follow, man. That's appreciated. All right. Uh, it's the time, man. It is 459. God, that flew by. My Indeed. goodness, that flew by. We gotta Oof. do this again. We gotta we gotta do this again where oh, we have more time and whenever um, you're ready, dude. Outstanding, dude. I, I'm so glad we finally made this happen uh, after this many months. When's the last time we well, did a show I mean, together? I saw you in October. Well, yeah, we saw each other in October. But I hadn't worked with you since Sports, uh, Riot. Sports Riot. Yeah. God damn, that's been forever. We can't we can't wait that long again. So uh, we love you too, Shelby. Love you so much. Uh, Shockadopolis, man. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for doing this. You guys go buddy, follow. Uh, give them your Instagram handle so they can follow and keep up with the music. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Um, you change it all the goddamn time. Or no, that's well, your Twitter. I do. Your Twitter I, you change. I got I to keep moving. By um, the way, did you like I used your old school spelling? Oh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just M. Uh okay well there L- you go L L E B I S Z C Z A K that's how it was spelled when my granddad so came on up. the screen the way it is on the screen is yeah it's just M f- and then my last name uh, yeah okay because I had you in a, spelled a different way in my phone I don't know why well you had spelled the the way it's the right the, uh, yes Americans have spelled it yeah okay Shock needs to come to the patio and do a show whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, you got damn right. We got to smoke some cigars and drink some whiskey and do a show on the patio. For sure. All right, Shock. I appreciate you, buddy, man. Thank you for doing this. Uh, All my best to the fam. Tell everybody I said hello. All right, you guys. That is it. Another edition of Barry on Deck in the books. Uh, I'm so glad we made that happen. We were going to not do it. Uh, Unfortunately, had some family things, but I'm so glad Cece, by the way. Shout out to Cece for bringing it to my attention. I, I missed it all in the chat and the text but love my new shock uh it's like it's just i don't know it's just smooth and easy uh like we never missed a beat you know what i mean it's just uh that's what made game days so much fun is we we sit there and talk for two and then later three hours and be like fuck that felt like it was 10 minutes just like today that's almost a whole ass hour felt like uh five ten minutes maybe uh all right I'll see you guys tomorrow. No NBA tonight. Um, no. Is there an NHL? What What do we have tonight to watch? Is there a... Let's see. Is there an NHL game? Am I going to have to talk to my wife? Holy shit. Am I going to have to sit down with Nora and just talk? Oh, thank God. Uh, there's Carolina, Florida tonight. NHL. Uh, all right, deckheads, I love you to death, man. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for all the support. Jackson Q556, thank you for the follow. Shelby and everybody that pitched in on the party on the bits, man. Thank you guys for keeping their show on the road and rolling. And and it was so good to see everybody that I hadn't seen in a hot-ass minute. Uh, Black Sheep and Shelby and uh, 713 Hooligan and Asymmetric Risk and Chewy. And it just goes on. Demata, get well soon, buddy. I love you. I'll see y'all tomorrow.
Y'all do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. Most important. Love each other. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Enjoy the hockey. I know you're not going to watch. Me, Mark G, and maybe like one of the I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. We're not raiding, by the way. This is room for us. Bye, guys. Eddie's making a YouTube video!